Good morning. It is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. Back on our regular programming Wednesday morning. It is, uh, I don't know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock rock. Um, back in Texas. Um, yeah, since the last show, I went back to New Mexico because I just hadn't had enough of the cold weather. Anyhow, uh, today's show is with Jake from Hate Farm or Jake from Brown Cycles out of Dallas, Texas. The first ever featured MC shop tease shop of the month. Uh, dude, me and Jake had a great time. This is us in the truck headed back from New Mexico, bullshitting about the hunt, what we learned, the experiences gained, and then and then it just takes off into uh, you know the direction things normally take off when I'm talking to Jake. So, dude, Jake, thank you, thank you for everything. Uh, I really enjoyed. This time on the mountain, the bonding experience that we had. I'm glad you got to meet my lifelong friend, Big John. Uh, it was good. I wish Big John could have been sitting there with us for this one. He ended up uh, taking off early. We stayed late. You know, things got jumbled. But I hope you enjoy this podcast. I got a bunch of sweet shit in the works I can't wait to tell you about. So let's get into it. Nation Day. Thank you, Zach. Check out Heavy Clothing at heavy.bigcartel.com. Oh, speaking of Zach and heavy.bigcartel.com, let me pull this up real quick because he sent me a date for Full Tilt Boogie July 9th. Sick. All right, adding that one in there. So, July 9th, full tilt. Got a bunch of dates. Well, let's go back. Let's rewind a little bit. Mama tried 4th, 5th, and 6th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That same weekend is Billy Lane's Sons of Speed race at New Smyrna. Just south of Daytona Beach, I believe, is where it's at. Uh, I think I'm on track. Like. I, dude, all right, I'll get, I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, on that Sunday in Daytona, Chopper's Mag is throwing a Chopper show. Uh, Friday, Boogie East is coming back. That's right. Lowbrow is helping Richard from the, where is he from the V&M now? I'm not even, I'm not even sure how to clarify that. Dude. Some badass dudes from Florida are throwing the Chopper show. They're taking over the reins for Boogie East. Lowbrow's helping them out. That show is happening at Annie Oakley Saloon. 
Uh, the Mint 400 is March 9th through the 13th. Get into that as well in a minute. Uh, the Texas Fandango, April 1st through the 3rd. Holy shit. I guess I got something to say about every fucking event so far. Uh, April 8th through the 10th is the Mezcal Moto Rally. Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival in the Bill Dodge Bling Cycles Invitational. May 19th through the 22nd. June 25th and 26th is Born Free. July 9th, Full Tilt Boogie. July 22nd, this is a new one. J.P. Rodman, Run to Raton, he is doing the Chop Wizard Invitational Showdown. Chop Wizard Invitational Showdown in Raton, New Mexico, July 22nd. Damn. Got a lot going on. So, you know, first off, this show is brought to you by MC Shop Tees, your T-shirt of the month club. The only way to support every local motorcycle shop. It's like a magazine every month, except for it's not like a magazine. It's a subscription. You get a T-shirt every month. Each month we feature a different shop from around the country. Uh, Shops that are, you know, they're not conglomerates. They're not dealerships. Uh, They're ran by people like you and me, dude. Beautiful, beautiful people doing beautiful things, dude. Keeping people in the wind, providing parts, uh, accessories. You know, we're broadening the scope of this uh this company here and this month's featured shop is fast eddie tool co out of milwaukee wisconsin chris graves you know builds lifelong lasting specialty tools for your v-twin it's a rad concept him and his wife also just recently opened a bar called the bad moon saloon yeah they've got bars up there in wisconsin i don't know if you've been to wisconsin but they got fucking bars up there uh And it's rad that he's got all that going on. The bar looks sick. I can't wait to go visit it. I'm stoked to feature Fast Eddie Eddie Toolco this month. And if you're not signed up, dude, you got to go get signed up because you're going to miss out on this T-shirt this month. But if you get signed up before the end of this month, you, I can assure you, you will get next month's T-shirt. Uh, that's how it works, dude. You can sign up monthly, or you can buy three, six, and 12-month packages. You know, whatever works best for you. M-C-S-H-O-P-T-S.com. Sign up now. So, Daytona. Yeah, that's the, you know, the first event of the year. It always is, dude. Going down to sunny Daytona. I told my wife last year that I wasn't going back. I was like, all right, you know, I've. I've missed my kid's birthday fucking like six years in a row. And uh, I'm going to take a break. Well, you know, maybe not. Maybe not. So, dude, I got I got a tank ship bike in the works. Boston Billy down in New Orleans recently built me a fucking hot motor. Him and Jason, custom cams, oversized valves, high compression I mean, it's fuck. It sounds like a shovel head, right? So things are coming together, and you know, I I would like to go race Sons of Speed, so I'm trying to make it happen. And luckily, I've got good friends in great places 
that are helping make this dream come true. Recently, I, I got home from the hunt and I have, dude, I got the baddest fucking Springer for this bike ever. So a couple years ago, while I was at the EDR run, Biltwell's El Diablo run in San Felipe, I met some fucking Germans, dude. Then these Germans were, were cool as fuck. Literally, we hung out at we hung out at the bar with them for I don't know hours each day while we were in San Felipe. Got to know them, and they've got this small little company called WW Cycles, uh, which has an, a, I don't even know exactly how it works, but the Cannonball too. They they manufacture a bunch of parts, and you can buy these parts through LowbrowCustoms.com. But anyways, this Springer I got is fucking bad, dude. It's an I beam, black. It's I mean, it's fucking the nicest Springer I've ever had. You know, the last Springer I had was like, I mean, it was sick. It's in Australia now. Uh, it must be doing good because Luke Bishop just jumped the shit out of his chopper with it. So, but I think he shortened it. You know, he realized that it needed some attention apparently. But this new fucking Springer, you know, the Sons of Speed race on this fucking pavement track, they're going pretty fucking quick. I got a fast motor. I'm going to be going really quick. And th- this is like part of the confidence needed to be able to go the speeds that I'm going to push this thing to. And I can't thank these guys enough. I also got a set of tanks. Um, they're like skinny fucking WR tanks, I think is what they are. They've got an oil bag on the right side, gas on the left, tank shift spot, you know, for the bungs and the the pivot point. Uh, it's fucking nice shit. It is really nice shit. I cannot wait to get down to New Orleans and put all this together. I also recently got some hubs from RC Racing Components and laced them up to some wheels I got from Giveaway Clay out of Indianapolis. Uh, now, I haven't laced a wheel in like fucking five years, probably. Since I last did the spool on my chopper, you know, and the wizard trued it up, and, well, the wizard's hired again. I'm taking these wheels back to him probably tomorrow, and uh, I got all the spokes. I believe in the right places. I'm on the right track. He's just got to fine-tune that son of a bitch. And then, um, so for right now for the race, um, I got some Bates Bajas on the way. Now, I know this is a pavement race, and those got a lot of tread, but, you know, when I was in Mexico on the chopper and I was running those Bates Bajas, we rode, what was it, the Devil's Backbone. What was it? It's like fucking 1,500 turns. No, it was like 2,000 turns and 100 and something miles. It was insane. We were dragging pegs, pipes, everything. And... The fucking tires did so good. I mean, they're fucking sticky. They got a great lean angle. I uh, I looked at some other road tires and kind of like was spying on pictures of what other people ran last year. And, dude, I ended up just pulling the trigger on the baits. Like, I know personally, once again, when you're going this fast, there's like... You know, you do things out of confidence so that you can, like, have the confidence to push it into those turns and, uh, you know, really get on it. So, 
Yeah, that's it. I don't I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they do. I don't know if anybody else has any experience of you know racing a fucking Baja on the pavement. I think what'll be funny is seeing everybody else's reaction when they're like, This motherfucker just showed up to the pavement with some like fucking ADV tires and then get spanked by him. Get spanked. Well, I'm not gonna start talking too much shit yet. Still got to get this bike together uh, and sign up, but it's coming along. Like the pieces are coming together for the tank shift racer. And, uh, dude, I'm pretty stoked. Pretty fucking stoked. So, got that happening. Got that happening. Uh, the mint. So, when I go to take all these parts to Billy, kind of assemble this bike in the next couple of weeks. I'll be hauling the iron head from the uh, the Mint 400 race bike that Carlos Sanchez, the dirty Sanchez built. You know, the motor still runs, but, you know, we've abused it the last year and we abused it heavily uh, race day. And, you know, fuck, B&B racing, of course. We got to get them to go through it. And uh, if everything goes right, I think we're going to do the Mint 400 again on the Ironhead. Safety third racing. Now, how, you know, I might have to split safety third racing up because I got the fucking Sons of Speed race the first weekend of March and then the Mint 400 the second weekend. I don't know how I'm going to make all this work. And my kid's birthday's on the 10th, so I don't want to miss that. Like I said, I wasn't going to Daytona. Got to catch the kid's birthday. Man, yeah, got to make it all happen. It's all possible. Just got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. And the van is not coming along as fast as I would like. If anybody on the west side of Fort Worth or fucking anybody in the Metroplex or fucking Texas, for that matter, uh, wants to come over and, like, you know, help motivate me and inspire me and help me wire this van, I will take your help. So... Reach out, Dan, at DangerDanceTalkShop.com. Dude, you want to support the things you hear about? Uh, keep this show on the road. Go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com and sign up to be a patron. There's a menu tab. Click on the Patreon support link. Boom, five bucks a month gets you signed up. I know it's small. It's like buying me a beer each month, dude. It's simple, but it goes a long ways. And I can't thank all of my patrons enough right now. You're making all this possible. And, uh, you know, Lowbrow Customs is a big supporter. We give away a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs every single month, which you can apply towards a badass Cannonball Springer or a set of fucking tanks or some Bates Baja tires or Pan Am oil. And, uh, dude, and I was actually looking at, They've got a bunch of shit to help me build this bike, like fucking seat. I was looking at like the spring seat setup. They got springs. They got weld on, bolt on, clamp on hinges. They've got seats. They've got pee pads. Um, dude, they they got a lot of shit. Fenders, man. They've been stocking a bunch of lead sled fenders, which is I think what I'm leaning towards putting on the back of this bike. Um. Yeah, I don't know what kind of exhaust. Billy says I got to get some two into one. I don't know if we're going to custom make them or if I'm just going to buy some bolt-on shit. Uh, 
just kind of had to play that by ear, uh, see what kind of time frame we got. I mean, it'd be sick to put some apangers on this motherfucker with some upsweeps, but try to like re- reel in my chopper dreams, you know, or, you know, just the way I see these bikes. So, I mean, I don't know. I've had a lot of good luck on the on the flat track with my ape hangers on my chopper. So maybe there's like a the speedway setup for Sons of Speed where I can like get low like a drag bike. And then on the dirt track, I throw on a set of fucking ape hangers and lay it down, dude. We'll see. There's going to be racing at the Fandango, right? Texas Fandango in Fredericksburg, Texas at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds. So that's a big track, though. That is a fucking big track. Anyhow, dude, so did I cover all? I covered a bunch of shit, dude. I've been working on an article for Choppers covering the mint race history, kind of like not really the mint 400 race history, but my history with the the mint 400 racing last year, everybody that helped then, everybody that helped this year, kind of highlighting the aspects of how, you know, the way I see it, choppers were born from race bikes, you know, custom stripped down motorcycles that people were customizing for the racetrack. And if you ever want to see, some badass functional custom motorcycles. Dude, go no further than the racetrack because every race bike, dude, is custom. It They are fucking custom. Little things. And, it, and it's a lot of customization that's not done for you to see necessarily. You know, it's done to gain an edge on the track. And, uh, you know, I think that that helped... Uh, you know, inspire people to start customizing their motorcycles. When you do it out of necessity, you realize, oh, well, we can also, now that we know we can do this or, you know, we can do all sorts of shit, you know, to make them look fucking rad. And uh, anyways, I talked about that a little bit and racing at the Mint. Oh, man, it's pretty sweet. All right, I'm just rambling on now. It's been fucking 20 minutes or some shit. Let's get into this podcast. Me and Jake recorded this in the truck. The sound is actually pretty fucking good for considering I'm like rolling down the window and smoking cigarettes. And Anyways, I hope everybody has a wonderful fucking day, dude. Talk to you next week. talk about just in case that people actually listen to this uh, I can, uh, edit I, that out i stand by my actions i suppose okay good because i was i was already recording i wasn't gonna let you off the hook for nothing well that's perfect i figured this much hey jake welcome back to danger dance talk shop it's a wonderful thing to be sitting here with you dan yeah and i've been sitting next to you for this is the warmest morning week. in the week isn't it yeah it sure is. Standing out here this morning, I was going, well, it's at least there's a warm truck. Six degrees. Six degrees? Wow. What did we get down to? Negative 10? Except for we know we're going to be in this truck for the day. That's, uh, it's comforting, you know, it's comforting. We broke ourselves off. 
I think it got down to negative 10 was the coldest. I yeah, think. the That's first what John night. Said. We lost all the water. The generators went Dude, out. You and John were so stoked, right? First <laughs> night away from the wife and kids in the woods. He's got a couple of bottle whiskeys for the week. They're gone. It's 10 all o'clock. It. Yeah. By the time we wake up, all the water's frozen. All the water's frozen. And when you po- polish off all the whiskey the first night, what you really want the next morning is a glass of water. <laughs> and then you, you're sitting in there with, you know, it, that dry air. Mouth is just like a lizard's. Looks like like a lizard tongue. Dude, I thought we were going to have a problem that first night uh, when we were trying to get those generators going. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, dude. It's just These cold. These things are not, they're just not one to run. These are fucking Hondas and they're not one to run. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it, if it what, went that way the whole time, it would have been a, a whole nother type of trip. So the, in the place that we camp, like if you were going to go pick out a spot to set up camp in the middle of a fucking giant fucking field. <laughs> With the wind whipping yeah, like, down the plane. This is like, uh, I mean, the way I compare that area to like fucking, uh, Wyoming or something because it's just always windy out there that crosswind blowing across that fucking valley because there's mountains on both sides far off and then that right. giant crevice in the ground of the Rio Gorge just like just sucking all the cold within miles towards it right I mean we it was windy it was windy the trailer was rocking I thought you know they were talking you know all this area has been devastated by winds high winds I can see we almost got blown away oh it is a winter wonderland when we first showed up yeah that was wild I got both the dirt bikes thinking oh dude we're gonna get to ride we're gonna bag an elk the first fucking two days and then we're gonna have time to just ride around do some fucking snow dirt biking in the mountains it proved the mountain humbled us real quick. The mountain humbled oh, yeah. us real quick. Uh, you know. And I wish John was here right now. Yeah. That's really who we needed to be here with us, man. Is John, but he had to go. Fucking left early, dude. Damn, in front of that, that whole patio is all fucking smashed to pieces from wind. Yeah. So, yeah, this town right here. Solid fucking motorcycles Memorial Day weekend. The middle lane, that lane, and that lane. So three lanes worth of bikes parked next to each other all the way through town. Badass. Um, yeah, I'll be going back to motorcycle world. It, it was wild to... First of all, I have never had a trip like this in my life. Thank you, Dan. I love you. Absolutely. You're fucking... You're, my brother for life, all my all to the day I fucking fall. Um, and walking around with you and John up in the mountain this time of year in this fucking brutal fucking weather. Yeah, my hat's off to anybody that wants to fucking walk around up here and break themselves off. How deceiving is that mountain? Very. When you're headed up there from like, you know, Cuesta. You're on that, you're in that flat lowland, 
and there's just a fucking big mountain out there. Big hill. It's kind of what it looks like, right? Yeah. Just out there sitting there. Because it doesn't go up past, uh, like, the tree line. So, you know, and you can see the base of it. The base is, what, 7,500? And the, the top peak of it is 10,000. 10, 10, 10, I think, right? Maybe. It's a very, very, very tippy. No, I think it's 10,000. 10,000? Well, fuck, I don't know. That's what my map was saying. You know, we climbed up to 990 that one day. 990. And, you know, we could have done... I was, in, I was hurting at that point. Uh, we could have gone to the top, but I didn't really see a whole lot of point in it besides being able to say we went to the top. Which was the original plan. Yeah. I was ready to do it. Like John said, I was a fucking bird dog on that goddamn track, though. I mean, I did not want to accept defeat and walking around, getting closer and closer. But then you have to resupply. It's not like you're just hiking. Hey, let's go hike up the hill. <clears throat> we were on a mission. And, you know, mission dictated that we do other things than fucking go up there because we're on the hunt. Maybe maybe we should have. I don't know. But, uh... Whatever we were. I mean, the original plan. Yeah, the original plan I had was spend a day driving all the roads around the base, right? Get just getting familiar with all our ways in. That way, we know if and when we drop something, where and you know how. You know, were we even going to be able to get this truck down some of those roads? Just because they were on the map, I wanted to make sure that you know, right? They were as they seem. Glass the whole mountain. Look for sign. We glassed and glassed. And glass, and then we glass. We were literally giving ourselves headaches from looking at binocs yeah. so long, yeah, which we are not accustomed to doing. But then the, you know, original plan: second day, climb to the top, and that got. Well, we hopped out, we started walking, and we were like, "Oh, hang on, the, this is not the right setup for doing this." So. Uh, which is good, you know. We had to get acclimated, do a test run. For, for also this, also this. You got the these boots, by the way. I'm looking at your boots. I'm always, I'm always looking at the gear, you know. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is deeper snow. What was I thinking? Wearing fucking Vans. <laughs> I mean, I thought that, like when you were telling me that's what you were gonna do. I really thought it was just a joke, you know, when I'd come into Browns and you like see these vans. Yeah, these are what I'm wearing up the mountain. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like surely Jake January, you know, he's he's had to test himself before, you know. In the snowy mountains. Like you know. This is uh This is this is just a weird joke is kind of what I took it as. I've definitely And then you never didn't even bring like before. backup. Wasn't even like no, I had backup. You had other full vans. commitment. Oh yeah, vans. And my backup just in case these vans don't work is another set of vans. Oh god. Dude. You know, and I've got fucking several boots that would arguably been better, you know? But uh I was very very impressed. Now I I did learn I need those leg gaiters. I know I know I need that. The good thing about when the snow went up my pants and then down into my boots was that, you know, even though they were wet, they were also cold. 
Yeah. And that's, you know, the, my favorite combination. Wet Hypothermic. And cold. Wet yeah. and cold, yeah. Wet and cold. It's yeah. a perfect combination. Dude, the Chevy just fucking loves going up Bobcat Pass with this big old fucking trailer. Yeah, so I didn't look. get to see this when we came in. No. So that wow. enchanted forest area got fucking demolished with trees down. They, uh, you know, how fucking cross-country ski area stays in business anyways, I don't know, but I think they're going to really struggle to, uh, you know, remove all the trees from their trails. So, okay, thinking about cross-country skiing, how do you think that would have worked on the terrain that we were in? Uh, you could have put them on your back. The, maybe the first couple days on the on the north, a couple of like the north crevices. Yeah. You know, they didn't get any sun. The snow wasn't even Maybe after a couple days, where it blew in over there and yeah. got real thick, you yeah. could have come down with skis, not cross countries. You wouldn't want on that. Snowshoes, I don't. Maybe in some of it, it would have been advantageous to have snowshoes, but for the most part, no. uh, the rocks and everything. I don't know how you could have got around it with anything other than shoes. There wasn't enough Boots. snow for yeah. snowshoes. Right. There was just Which a I, lot of snow. Just not quite enough for that. What's your experience hiking through snow? Uh, you know, I mean, either I've never seen the outside of Texas, yet. right? Exactly. Now I've I've been across the fucking world in the mountains, but that was on another mission. You know, you're not. It, it's a whole other thing. You you're you're on the move, patrolling, and uh, there's less comforts. Yeah, there's less comforts for sure. Uh, sitting down, waiting, doing that kind of deal in this terrain. It's it's similar to it, but it was uh, it was different, you know. Uh, the other deal is like snowboarding. I had a different set of shoes then, you know. I had boots in the military. I had snowboard boots when I would hike through the mountains to, you know, snowboarding and shit. This this set of vans was a different deal. Uh, you also, the pants. Mili- the I military. bloused my pants in the military. I bloused my pants. What does that mean? Like, tucked them in like how you did. Oh, yeah. You bloused yours. You had tall boots. But, if I had those gaiters, Blouse. it would have been blousing. That's what it's called. Um, this motherfucker... This thing is giving them hell right here. Well, we're going down a pretty steep incline right now. With a packed trailer. Okay. Yeah, it's seven degrees out, so I'm sure this road doesn't have any slick spots. Right. In the mountains. In the mountains. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold. And it was windy. So did you not the enjoy sun. the boots? No, I did. I just had to go, okay. I had to keep knocking the the, the snow out and everything. I wanted to field test these. I, I mean, seriously, vans. I, I I've got some information for you. Let me tell you what. Gore-Tex, the Ultra Range. Those are not the ones necessarily to use. <laughs> I think the MTE threes with the Gore-Tex would have been the way to go. Whatever. I was bouncing back and forth. Uh, and then the other thing was my face was just getting 
we started out great hopping in the gate or, or the fucking side by side with no windshield with the first day blowing a million miles an hour and negative 10 we were instantly face chapped we parked it and never got back in that motherfucker the whole week fuck this I can't believe I left the fucking windshield back in Texas what a fucking I was sitting in the back looking at you and John going wow these motherfuckers are gonna do it man like these motherfuckers are hard and then (laughs) the way you were fucking like just grinning and and tossing they're going fucking and then all of a sudden it was like no fuck this turn around U-turn U-turn oh shit we had a couple U-turns Okay, so let's see. How about this? What were you hunting with? I was hunting with a 300 Weatherby. That's right. Big old fucking that beast. I, my buddy said he sighted in 15 years ago. He said the last time... Oh, he said the last time it had been fired was 15 years ago. Put that scope on it 20 years ago, I think, before that. And before it had that Leopold, it had a... Uh, Something with an eye relief of like an inch, and it fucking like that's sm- one right there yeah, in the box. It smoked him and a couple of his buddies, so they named it El Bicho. But I wasn't exactly sure how that whole story played out. I wasn't sure the kicking power of a 300 Weatherby. I know that fucking bullet is serious. Yeah. But I, you know, anyway, so I didn't, didn't even shoot it at all. I picked it up last minute. Thank you for letting me borrow this Goyo. And, uh, we took off and it's a sweet gun it's got a fucking cowhide yeah it's uh, a danger dan gun for sure <laughs> it is a danger dan gun or it's Boy, just a sure. lever action it's woodstock cool. fucking rifle it's cool it is a cool fucking gun it's no bells and whistles on it you know a couple years ago john brought up like a you know, it was like an AR 300 Win Mag, or maybe it was a 308. I mean, that's the same platform I had last time. It was a 308. It was a fucking AR. I like this one a lot better. Yeah, that. I mean, it it was cool. Uh, too bad we didn't get to fucking use it on the mountain. But and then what'd you bring? I had the Russian. The shovel head of Russian sniper rifles. The Maznagat. See, Russians didn't make shovel heads. <clears throat> you gotta think, we gotta come up with something else. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fucking beast, but it's on an Archangel platform, which is bitch. Yeah, there's nothing shovel head about the fucking the platform, Archangel. Well, the action, the action is very fucking, you know, you have to be deliberate with it. Uh, and... It, it was hilarious, right? So yeah, the clearances on that action were pretty loose. Yeah, like once that bolt comes back, it's a lot, a lot sloppy. of sloppy. Like an AK sloppy. though, man. They got that that sloppy shit going. But I bet you could bury it out here in this fucking frozen ass ground. Pull it out, blow it out, rack it a couple times, and I bet it'll fucking work. Yeah. Which you know, well, tromping around in the fucking woods. At night, it, it was weird because, you know, the last time I did this, I, I was in the military. I was I wasn't hunting an elk, and so, you know, we were we're using red lamps, red lids going in. The first time we went in in the dark, I'm like, going all 
fucking secret squirrel mission. Sometimes no light I couldn't hear you behind me at all. I'm like, damn, is Jake far back? And I turn around, and you're fucking right on my heels. I'm like, god damn, no shit. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, well, it was uh, I-, I was going no light too. You know, and then I realized, I'm like, why am I fucking walking around here with no light? There's a red light, red lens. That's why we have this. We're not, you know, it's okay. We we don't have to exercise. And I didn't, like, look in to see if elk can see red light. Is that just a automatic assumption animals can't see red? Yeah, that's what it is. I just, no assume, I just don't it. believe it. Yeah. I don't believe that animals can see but that. Can they, but they we can't see something. red, but can they see bright and shiny? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, can they see that? Uh, look at that. The sun coming over there. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. Then the gear, you know, you gotta, there's only one way to figure out <clears throat> what you need up there. You can't watch Bear grills. And the other thing is this, I don't have to fucking carry, like our radio equipment was very small. You know, we didn't even bring it. <laughs> no, we, we did. We, uh. You know, we stayed together, but we didn't bring a radio the first time. Then we started bringing it. But uh, we didn't have to use it, but it's good to have. But it's significantly lighter than what, you know, I had to carry in the military. So that was cool. So I got more room in my bag. This is going to be easy. No. No, dude. I don't know. Your bag was filled up, and there was a good section of it that I never saw it. Like, it never even got unzipped. (laughs) I mean, I like to have enough shit I mean you started packing yours out it was cool to eat those you know bag meals up there fucking beef jerky my old, my go to is always beef jerky and fucking candy bars dude ever bars. since traveling on that adventure bike dude me and Randall that was my first one this summer me and Randall got him on the BDR and it was fucking an amazing meal in the mountains and they've been that every time right the places that you eat those things. I mean, we, we, it was very impressive to, you know, John's been in the military. You're a fucking world traveler, motorcycle, fucking, I mean, nomad is what you are. So you're used to fucking, with a hoe, living on the go. So we had a, a really strong team, man. I was impressed. I was really impressed. We set up camp, fucking had everything, dude. You were killing it. With the fucking food. Which was way much. Up. Way much. We had everything we needed. We, we fucking... Except for thawed water that first morning. Yeah. Except for thawed water. Then, the fucking evil hand of darkness came and touched us. It was... Then it got dark out It there. got dark out there. It got dark out there. Uh, we lost... John, like right off the bat, I'm looking at him by the fire, looking at him, and I'm like, dude, this guy does not look good. He's just sitting there like this, uh, fuck, not feeling good. I could tell. It was like, well, the hangover from the whiskey's over, you know. This is nighttime now. The next day, and John is fucking looking bad. I don't feel good. Oh. But like a soldier, dude, he gets up with us, uh, fucking goes right around, glasses that mountain, and then you're fucking killing him with the 
You want some chicken noodles, sir? <laughs> oh, let's get this guy. Don't worry, John. We'll get you some food. You're, what were you saying? Biscuits and gravy. I want to make some biscuits and gravy in this fucking cast iron Dutch oven on the fire. Yeah. Uh, oh, what do you want? Chicken noodles, sir? <clears throat> oh, I didn't handle it near as well as John did when I got sick. Well, yeah, so he was I sick the you second day. The second day he got sick. Well, the se- it was the second day on the mountain. Yeah. You know. And then the third day, he stayed back at camp, and we hiked the mountain. The first two yeah. days, we just been scoured, which I planned on only doing one day. We did it for two because we talked to all, everybody we talked to was like, there is no signs anywhere. The locals. All the locals. Nothing. That uh, First guy, he was like, I've been out here for three days. It's desolate. Barren. What did he say? He'd been hunting for 16 weeks? No, 19 weeks. Time to go home, boys. Time to go home. That's what he said. <laughs> I've been hunting hard. Oh, Sean. Sean, yeah. A professional yeah. guide. Professional guide. Yeah, He'd we pull up. All We're all excited. We're This is the harvest hunt. Oh, they're just going to walk down here, all this shit. And then we pull up and fucking uh, Sean's like, I'm a professional guide. I've been out here for three days, haven't seen nothing. There's nothing out here. It's barren. This is his exact phrase. Yeah. I've hiked the whole mountain. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's certainly the way we want to start out. Fucking sweet. Cold as shit. Wind blowing and no fucking sign. We should have never listened to anybody. Remember that. Never listen to anybody about anything. Follow your gut. Well, and, and like we were talking about, the mountain is so deceiving just driving around it. Oh, yeah. You drive up to it, and you, the road doesn't get you close enough to really gain perspective. No. All those trees look like bushes. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, uh, you know, they, well, you should be able to see them in between all that shit over there. Dan, look at up. this cloud covering Eagle's Nest Lake. It's just sitting down there. This is where we saw the elk down here at the bottom. Oh, the yeah, we're coming in. At night. That was a good sign. You know, we pull up. We're, we're not even there yet. And we're seeing elk in the road. It's like, fuck, yeah, dude. This is going to be awesome. This is going to happen. Which I've seen that before, you know, in the mountains. You, you, I mean, anybody that's been up into Colorado or New Mexico or, you know, you, you get up there in altitude, you're going to start seeing bighorn sheep and elk, you know. But I'd never been to you. Well, you it's like it's like not part of the mountain range. It's its own deal out there. It's just a fucking mountain. Lonely old mountain out there. I mean it was uh it was good. You know, like I said, I've never been on a trip like this. This was a long trip. Thank you, David Brown at Brown Cycle for giving me the time off. And everybody's bike that's supposed to I'm supposed to be working on I'm fucking coming home baby and I'm gonna get back to work okay Eastwood I'm gonna get that motherfucking chopper going I got you buddy uh but I I really appreciate that my wife holding down the fort we got a lot of shit going on right now I mean it wasn't the best time but we made it I mean it was fucking great uh so let's talk about the tags that we had the tags we had were unit wide cow tags you could hunt the whole unit. New Mexico separated into to units. We had 53, which is my fucking stomping ground. Mm-hmm. I know that area better than, well, 
than any other area in New Mexico from riding the trails and hiking. Yeah, I was really impressed with your knowledge of the land. It's like you you got these secret skills. I don't know. I mean, I've known you for a long time now, but uh, dude, I I would I would travel with you anywhere, brother. Well, this is a you know this is a, a special is, spot, dude, that nobody should even ever visit. I mean, it's terrible country. Yeah, it is brutal terrain. Look at this thing. Look at that. Yeah. It's now like just, we're below the cloud. We're like eye level with it. You can see above and below it. That is so fucking cool. There any elk out there? I figured some would be giving us the peace sign as we left. Yeah. Thanks for playing, fellas. Thanks for playing. We were out, what did we say? We were out classed by an animal and a mountain and rugged terrain. Okay, so what I was getting at is unit wide. There's fucking tons of elk unit wide. But those to hunt the unit wide, you get two different possibilities in November, two three day weekends, and then they could be anywhere, and you got to find them within that whole unit. Well, from my experience, and you know, talking to the locals, what happens is the snow comes down, and then the elk get pushed down, and in the late season, there's only a couple places they could go, and we opted for the late season hunt, which is a two week hunt. Only on Ute Mountain, north everything north of Sunshine, which is like a fucking small percentage of the whole unit. Very, very small. But normally they come down, there's not many places for them to go. It's a pretty easy hunt. It's more like a fucking population management hunt because there's all that farmland down there. I mean, where we were hunting, those fucking farms had game fences around them to keep the elk out of the alfalfa. Right. That was a good That's sign. That's a good sign. Elk, you know, when they set up an area for elk to cross, you know, right. they, you know how they do that, right? When they put those signs up, it's because they want the elk to cross. Yeah, they go that specific car, location. Yeah, cross right here. Yeah, hey that's guys. what they're telling them to do. Yeah. So they, the elk always look for the sign. They're like, right here, you can see there's no elk crossing signs, so they so won't this cross is here. Exactly where we saw them, right here. They were coming. Look, there they are. There yeah, they fucking there they are, are, dude. Again, there they are. Right there. Look at that. Fuck, how many of them are there, dude? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, Look 14, at them all 15. scattered yeah. back through that field. Yeah. Where were you guys? Look at these two. Look at these running right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what we wanted right there. Where look were at, you? Look at, here they're coming. You're supposed to go to you. You know why they're running? Because the truck just slowed down. Yeah. Look at that. Oh Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Where's my fucking phone, man? Look at that. There we go. Get that. It's good to, like, remember what they look like. Oh, look. Even more of them over here, dude. What, what does it cost to get a tag right here? Because this is where we're seeing them all. Look at this. Right there. But see, this is all private land. Look at them run. Wow. Wow, dude. Just running along the road with us. Yeah. Look at that. There's another herd right there. I mean, that is... Neg negative four degrees. That's what they like. That's what they like, dude. It, it's, that's what I'm saying. It is like, <laughs> you know, 
for people that aren't hunters or whatever, you know, oh, that's, I mean, it's kind of unfair, isn't it? You got a gun. Hey, you go break yourself off and get some of that mountain. Who, who are you talking What kind of people are you talking to? I mean, to? people that, you know, this is an argument that I've heard, you know, about, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to use a gun or whatever, some of these anti-hunters. These are from the same people that eat McDonald's? Right. You yeah. know. But that was a magnificent beast right there. Yeah. And it is a, it, it loves miserable conditions. I mean, I don't know that it loves miserable conditions. It just finds itself safe in miserable, miserable conditions. conditions. Yeah. Yeah. The higher we went, the more signs. Look, there's more of them up there, dude. Up on that fucking hill. This is. What's up with this? What unit is this? You know? Let these guys go past us here. Look at them up there. Yeah. Skyline. It's wild. Wow. Just like that, dude. Just, Just like, like that. that. Yeah. And that could have that been our area one morning. You know, there's there's uh, safety in numbers, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think there was numbers out on you. I mean, I know for sure there wasn't. So, what, you know, what we were getting at is the snow didn't fall. The snow didn't push the fucking herds down the mountain to go hang out at Ute and in those farm fields. Right. Like we had planned on. You know, you can't control everything. You, all you can do is go out there and, you know, hunt your ass off. Uh, we saw sign. We saw sign. Oh, wait. So we also, you know, John gets sick two days. Then you're making jokes about fucking chicken noodle soup. Then you get zapped. Yeah. After we hike up the mountain. After we hike up the mountain. Get fucking cold feet. Cold feet. Nice boots. Just fucking sweat. You know, the thing is, is you get to walking get the heat built up, start sweating, hauling the shit around, and then you got to chill for a minute, you know, yeah. once you find a good spot. Or you see sign and, you know, you put the wind to your face, you find a track, you fucking follow it, and then you're like, oh shit, I come across two here, this one's bigger, What? now we picked up this, oh, here's some poop, is it frozen, touch it, okay, how hard? Oh, this one's softer, but you know, the sun's been hitting it. Does that mean, you know, it's, it's all these things that you're doing. You're trying to be quiet. You're trying to what about just the perspective gained on how big the mountain was once mm -hmm. we started hiking it. Yeah. And how just you... leaving the truck and getting to the fucking trees. Yeah. It was like, Whoa, this motherfucker is way bigger than it looks. Yeah. We're going to need to shed some layers here. Uh, that was wild. Um, we hiked around. I fucking hiked. Went, John's sick. You and I are fucking hiking around. Then you get sick. Or, or then you get sick. Me and John are hiking around. John's yeah, I got fucking here. zapped. Big time. You, then you started looking how John was. Oh, fuck. Got the fucking fluorona, dude. Fluorona. So we, you know, you guys got sick. 
somehow you survived up on the the worst conditions, right? Sub-freezing in the mountain, the worst place you want. I came out there after taking a shit in our slit trench that was awesome. It was so awesome. Hey. <laughs> it's so awesome. Okay. The best the arguably, arguably the best looking hunter we saw was Cassie. Okay. <laughs> she looked way better than Sean. Okay. Way better than Sean. Oh, or I the game board. Cassie dude. But it's hilarious. It's like Two guys come in, whatever, the game warden, whatever, but this girl pulls no, the up. Cassie came in before the warden. But I'm saying, out of all the people, it's yeah. like, this girl pulls up, hey, did you guys see anything? Yeah? Okay, whatever. No, oh, around here. John's over there taking a fucking shit. In the, in the wide open. daylight, I, dude. In the daylight. I, I dig the slit trench. <laughs> right, we are camped right by the fucking entrance. And the shitter is in the wide open for everybody to see that pulls up. <laughs> hey, put that table over here. <laughs> and I block the bro, the others. No, that would be the bush. The bush is right there. John's going. John's going. I was wondering why you put it on that side of the bush. Uh, I was wondering why you put it on that side of the bush. It's because we wanted Cassie to see you. We want... I wanted to be able to see how you shit, you know. Are you how are you how are you wiping two knuckles deep? You know, Front with the back. heel of your hand. If we're gonna be spending a, a whole fucking week together, you know, laying in a damn set on the side of a mountain. I need to know you're getting clean. Yeah, I want to know what's up. It's funny, dude. It's like, look <laughs> at check your fingers. Hey, let me have some of that to eat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, man, you know, it, when you're doing a trip like this, I mean, I, it, it's been a long time since I've had, it, it, you know, you depend on your team. I mean, I'm in cactus. If you're out here in New Mexico, there is rock and cactus. They Ask the locals, they'll say, there ain't nothing out here but rock and cactus and fucking snow But uh, at this time of year. But I get down in the prone, bam, oh, what's that? You know, fucking... I know what that is. That's a fucking million cactus in my arm. And we were just on the move. We just got to our site, so I'm wearing just a base layer. You know, like a thin layer on top, you know, sub-freezing. But when you're on the move, you keep that one base layer on. That's it. No snivel gear. You picked out. Thank you very much. I, I'm forever thankful for you picking out cactus out of my arms with freezing cold metal multi-tool yeah under the red light under the red light well, we're supposed to be fucking chilling out so the elk can cross our vision yeah you said you should have bought you should have spent the extra money and got the spring loaded ones <laughs> I wasn't fucking kidding either but I, I threw it back on you you're the one that paid for it. Hey, look at this. I'm answering it. Oh, my gosh. Right in the middle. Hey, You're babe, we're doing a podcast. I love you. Okay. Hey. Yeah? You're on the podcast now. Say something. Good morning. To Dan. Howdy. All right. We're, we're on the road. All right. I love you, baby. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. How about that?
my wonderful wife. I can't believe you got a phone call in here in Cimarron Canyon. I can't believe it either because I haven't had a fucking signal the whole fucking time, man. Uh, yeah, you pick cactus out of my arm. You know, washing, you know, helping Hold on, let's go man. back to fucking Cassie, dude. Okay. John taking the shit right there at the entrance. Yeah. Uh, I guess Cassie goes in, and then the game warden shows up, dude. Like, yeah. Just snuck around the corner, like. No, just, he didn't. There was no sneaking. Yeah, he, he snuck up right miles there. away. No, 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 no. He drove up in his big fucking truck. Yeah. Parked it right next to our rig and got out. Just started bullshitting with us. He was cool as fuck. Yeah. I mean, he, was he wasn't cool much younger than us. I know. I think it, maybe me and him were about the same age. I think maybe he's probably had a better life, and he's probably taking care of himself a little bit better. Okay. Uh, I don't know that he's put all the miles, the hard miles, like <laughs> two two bottles of whiskey the first night miles in his life. He's probably a better human than I am. Yeah. God bless him. But he was really fucking cool. I mean, he didn't, wasn't concerned. Well, the only question he asked us in regards to hunting was... Is this a guide? He, I had the setup so fucking proper, he thought it was a guided setup. Yeah. Are, are you guides? Is this a guided hunt? I mean, you had, you. it, it looked I was like over there cooking bacon in the discada. Yeah. I mean, that's your setup. You go to fucking Southern Throwdown or wherever you go, you got that setup. I mean, I was <coughs> partaking of your food a couple times. The biscuits and gravy were so badass, dude. So badass. I mean, we, John's over here supplying us with elk and fucking bison and this other yeah, we food. we had some meat. Well, we had some meat. So, cooking it up. Got to thank old cowboy Kent Rollins. Yeah. The anything hook, dude. Although, there's a trick to it. There's a trick to the when anything John cook. dumped all the coals off the top of the fucking... Dutch oven in the the fresh batch of fucking biscuits, dude. I couldn't believe it. I was so stoked. You guys get off the mountain. I had it all ready at once. It took like two hours to get it all put together. After me and John put in eight miles up in that motherfucker. Yeah, y'all did. We, you know, humping it all day. You know, then you had the fucking food. You started feeling good. You're like gravy made what what kind of sausage gravy was that look at this biscuits from fucking scratch dude yeah you I mean you've got a picture of it (laughs) I mean it was badass it was uh, some of the best biscuits and gravy I've ever had made out there like pioneer man I mean that was awesome and the breakfast I made you a killer breakfast when you were sick palisades Dude, the food that wow. y'all were responsible for while I was down was some of the most questionable stuff we ate all week. Corned beef hash out of a can. With a fucking gas station burrito. Oh, yeah. Crisped up to a blackened... It's like you blackened, <laughs> you blackened the burrito like a fucking fish, dude. Yeah. It was hard to keep... Like, I'm like, how am I going to warm and then this by up? The time, it's frozen. And then he put cheese on it like it was supposed to melt. But by the time cheese got to mine, there was dude. nothing warm anymore. Just walking it from where it was cooked into the trailer, it, it, it blasted it so cold. 
You, you were like, I couldn't eat that shit, dude. Yeah, dude, I took uh, one bite of that corned beef and was like, this is fucking god-awful. Yeah. I but mean, thanks for God trying. It. Hey, I, I ate the shit out of it, and so did John. Although it was thick. Well, that's what that matters. You guys were the ones that really needed sustenance at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah, you... You were struggling. We did. We took plenty of fucking medicine, man. We were taking. Oh, our, dude, John fucking had the medicine bag. Yeah, we we combine our fucking vitamins. Yeah, and, and gummies and quercetin, quercetin, coq ten. What else were we taking? Vitamin D three. Uh, Merrick. I mean, it was like a whole apothecary that we had. Trying to stay healthy up there. Zinc, magnesium, one-a-days, vitamin C gummies, Pedialyte. Uh, but yeah, the game warden, he was really fucking cool. He didn't even ask for our shit. No, didn't even ask for license, Not tags. To- Hell, I could have fucking... Didn't even ask how many tags we had or what, no. you know. We talked about the mountain. asked him if he had seen any sign. Or he asked us if we'd seen any sign. At that point, we hadn't seen nothing. Right. And uh, all the locals said that they didn't see any sign. We start walking around up there and we see sign. Yeah, right out of the gate, we started seeing... Well, I guess the, at the beginning, it was just fucking hare and hound. Yeah. And as soon as we quit seeing those, we started seeing mule deer. Yeah. And then you and John went up while I was sick and saw a bunch of fucking elk sign. Yeah. Me and you go back up the next day, a lot more elk sign. I mean, we walked around till we ran out of water. You know... I mean, you can't... You, you go through like, water like nobody else I've ever seen, but you were the only one that didn't get sick, so maybe there was something to it. Yeah, I was the only one that didn't get sick. I mean, I, now that I'm headed home, I can say that. I wasn't going to start talking shit or anything like that and fucking jinx it, dude. I was going, thank God. But see, I was fucking deathly sick before all of this shit happened, you know? I mean, here, this is the deal. What was it? You get sick for Christmas almost every year, right? That's because I go to that fucking Elm Street Christmas party where everybody's (laughs) fucking... I'm out there winning fucking a tattoo because I'm too cheap to pay for them. So, anyway, high roller. We're out there getting that fucking whatever sickness. I mean, what was it? How did we even survive? We didn't... I mean, you guys didn't go to the hospital. How did... How, did, how are you here, dude? Well, see, before the hunt, me and John both got the jab. Oh, you did? Okay, there no, you go. absolutely uh, You know, it was great talking to John about everything. While you were sick, me and John, I mean, we got to bro down. Dude, and John, I've known longer than anybody else on the planet. There's pictures of us, like, one, two years older, you know. I mean, it's awesome. He's your brother from another mother. He is. It's it's awesome, and I appreciate meeting him, man. I mean, he's a fucking awesome stand-up dude. What would you, you know? I mean, he's the kind of guy he'll beat up his friend if that's what it takes to get the team. That's the kind of guy I like. Need to be right. That's that's, he will knock out his best friend 
and then drag him the last hundred yards if necessary. That's right, dude. That was. So, I mean, this guy. If you guys could see this fucking guy, John, man, this motherfucker is like we don't call him Big John for nothing. Big John, huge motherfucking, you know, machine gun, machine gunner, marine, fucking, you know, what you would expect from a fucking the idea of what a marine should look like, you know. And he's fucking getting to tell, you know, we we get to chop it up about all this crazy bullshit that's going on. It was refreshing to, you know, be able to have long, long conversation. I mean, you know, we're out there for a fucking week. We're out there all day. I mean, while we're by the fire or something, man. Uh, And you get it, you know, you go, okay, not every... What you see is, I mean... Everybody across the map is is experiencing these things, from what I can gather, is where people are divided, you know, within the family, their beliefs, the jab, what should you do, you know, all these all these fucking uh, communications are out now, the professionals, but there's this cognitive dissonance happening amongst everybody. It's it's interesting to see. I'm not gonna put all his business out there, but you know. Um, it's the same as mine. It's the same with everybody's, I guess. You know, everybody doesn't... We're like going, we, we just want the fucking truth here. But we ran through every fucking conspiracy or conspiracy theory. I mean, for 24 fucking hours, we just ran them down. It was wild. Uh, but him putting in the time on the mountain with me, I was like... I'm going to go until these guys are tired. Until these guys tell me I'm not going to be the one that's like, okay, let's go home. Or let's go fuck. I mean, we I'm the one that called. We had to go home. I got to get back to home. But <laughs> get off the mountain. I was like, I'm not going to be the guy that's like, hey, I, I want to get hey, off this mountain. My feet are cold. I wore Vans. Yeah, I wasn't about to do that. I was like, I'll freeze these fucking feet off first. Before I go, hey, can we pull it in? Dude, that first time I took one little hit off your one ripper. Yeah. Got so high and paranoid, I thought I had fucking uh, frostbite already. You were taking your fucking shoes Dude, off. Dude, I started wigging out. You were taking your shoes off going, I think, I, I think I'm going to fucking free, frostbite my feet. Do I have frostbite? I'm paranoid. No, I didn't say nothing. I just started freaking out deep inside, mm, putting my feet on the fire. That's why you gotta have good socks. What kind yeah. of socks were you wearing? Fucking darn tough. Darn tough. Those are the ones that are guaranteed for life. If you, what the lady say? She said, if anything you, uh, but toenail fucking, snags them. Yeah, anything but your dog eating them. My toenail snagged me. I have one that I cut sh- straight in the corner of it, going downhill, sliding. It was like sk- skiing. Those little ski boots. That's what we needed to fucking go down that mountain. Because that's what we were pretty much doing. Yeah, that's what my shoes were. Skis part of the time. Yeah, just hold the fucking toe up, turn around backwards, hold the heel up. Uh, And my toenail fucking cut my other toe, so I had to tape it up. But overall, how did you uh, like your boots? They're good. Dude, my feet only froze off like once a day. (laughs) 
But they would start out warm for so they would be warm for a long time. I wonder if you had them too tight. I mean, possibly, maybe too tight with my pants and my long johns all tucked in. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's probably some. Uh, my fucking socks work great. My Merrill's. John's wife had him the battle box or whatever that was. All this fucking crazy gear. My spoon. We, so, this was a great thing, you know. Washing, helping another man wash their hands. You know, you're like, this is very symbolic here. This is an ancient ritual, you know. You and John were watching, washing each other's hands? Well, I had eggs on them. Oh, and I'm like, hey, dude, I don't want egg, you know, egg. clean my hands, will you? No. <laughs> I said, pour Damn. some water on this shit, man. Yeah. Some of that boiling hot water over there. Uh, but you and I shared a spoon, you know. Uh, we, You and John shared a sickness. Yeah. You know. We're in that fucking trailer. Everybody's hacking. I'm like, oh, dude, all these people are getting sick. Oh, no. Oh, no. What am I going to do? There's not a lot of airflow in that trailer. Yeah, I know. It was fucking drying me out, man. Fucking, I would wake up and just, like, smear triple antibiotic ointment on my face to keep it from fucking... Yeah, dude, you were doing, like, the Neosporin fucking skin treatment. Dude, I... I and But you know what? It worked. I pushed the water. I ate the vitamins. I mean, my I face fucking, didn't dry out. I wouldn't cover it with Neosporin. Your face is already dried out. It's like a fucking... <laughs> It's been wind beaten from all those miles. It's just, it's like, you know, my friends used to say, even when I was younger, because I'd work construction at a young age and all that shit, and I was always fucking doing hard labor, that I had like 60 year old man hands. You got a 60 year old man's face, you know? It's just weathered. I mean, I would love. Yeah. And respect. No, that's how I felt it. Yeah, man, it's getting sunny, dude. Yeah. Um, Then we we went into that uh, bitchin' little bar with the, oh, with the choppers chopper. and the, there was a deuce in there. The bus shovel head, the crazy beaver, the crazy beaver, the bull of the woods, and the beaver, the crazy beaver. By that time, we had a game plan too. We found a bunch of trail. We found a great spot to fucking look at. That's the problem that we ran into with this mountain. Is there's no real open areas once you get into the mountain I mean it's hard to get a lane yeah you know I mean we got some altitude opened it up you know some of it then we had two good spots that we walked up on that like fortified surveillance site it was bad ass oh yeah and then down from the bottom there, looking up, you could see a bunch of shit. But we were outclassed. We should have, we should have done this. We should have done that. We could have, but it was a learning experience. You know, this is the this is the wonderful thing, right? So now I've got to go home, tell my kids, tell my wife, tell my boss, tell my family, tell everybody, I have failed. I am coming back. On my fucking shield, right? I, I have lost this, you know, ba- battle. There's still another week, but, I mean, I got to get home. I got to do some work. Yeah. But 
The mountain defeated me. The elk out, outsmarted me, outclassed me. But the, the wealth of knowledge that I learned, you know, the long game, I will be back on fucking Ute Mountain. I will drag an elk off there and, you know, arise victorious. But not this time. But this is what, you, you know, you got to show, hey, this is what we'll, we will fail our way to success. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we're going to do. We we were humbled by the elements, by the mountain, by everything. But the but the amount of information that we gain from this is is priceless, you know. Now you put it to put it to work. It was cool, man. Walk, you know, we split up. You went down there and tried to fucking Muleys. Yeah. I went down what? You went down, maybe, uh, you went down first while I was sitting up there seeing if anything came oh, out. Oh, trying to spook some shit up in that fucking valley. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Some treacherous terrain, dude, to be traversing, covered in snow. And we're, cl- we're rock climbing with the fucking, a big old bag and a fucking gun. <clears throat> Slippery. It would, I mean, some of those conditions, if you fucked up, we would have been in a real bad situation. Would have been in a pickle, dude. Yeah. Hey, I broke my leg and fell, uh, you know, 45 feet down this fucking face here. That would have been a different mission. (laughs) Hauling somebody off that mountain. You know, and and then it's also like this. Once you kill something up there... It, it very well could take two days to get it out of there. Depending on where that thing falls. Absolutely. It's not like a Texas hunt. It is not like a Texas hunt. No. No, it is not a fucking Texas hunt. We didn't even hear... Well, I guess you guys heard a, a couple of gunshots one day. Yeah. But that old man confirmed that they were from far, far away. I mean, it was three shots, but not in a row. Like, you know, that's usually a signal. Hey, I need help. We're like, man, this guy's shooting over here three times. Fuck him. No, we didn't say that. It was, you know, it was, they were spread out. <sighs> yeah. But it was fun. It was fun. A lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fucking fun. I hope I go back up there next weekend, and those motherfuckers are just like we saw it. Right down the road. The lake, yeah. Just, yeah. Just Wouldn't hop that be out, something? wave at them, and shoot one. That w- I bet that's how it goes. I-, I hope and pray that that happens. You call me. I'll probably fucking hop in on Saturday night. If they're all sitting out there like that, pick one off from the road. I have to walk back up there again. Man. Oh, man. And John got stuck. We had to recover John. Vehicle recovery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he showed up in the mountains, one-ton dually, bald tires. I was impressed with this thing, dude. The Chevy? Yeah. 
this oh, thing. Chevy's bad. <clears throat> when we went off road all the way into there, I got some a couple little videos from that. The that way was, it locked up and pulled him out, like he was fucking standing still, or like he was a fucking just a small truck. It's yeah. pretty amazing. It's hilarious. We get pulled over when we're doing this podcast. No, I think he's going to let us go. That's funny. We'd be like, hey, uh, listen, sir. Now I know why that lady fucking gave me some weird hand gesture. Yeah, flashed her lights at us. Yeah, it, it only took uh, fucking 13 tanks of gas to get up there. Pulling this trailer. Yeah, well, I'm fixing to go through another 13. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. That is crazy. So, dude, with all the new employees up at Browns, you're going to be able to do all sorts of stuff like this in the future, huh? Hey, that's what we need to make happen, man. Next time, you know, we'll, we'll take off, uh, the, we'll let the boss go. <laughs> oh, it's his man. turn next. We'll fucking, hopefully we can ping pong this. But, uh, yeah, we got some kick-ass FNGs. Fucking new guy. Fucking new girl. <laughs> you know, FNGs. Fucking new guy and fucking new girl. Oh, that's uh, funny. Liz and Corey. Where did you find Liz? Okay. Liz shows up. Now, did you were you guys like actively hiring people or... But we didn't say that we were. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't remember like a... No. Hey, we're looking for help up here at Brown's. We didn't want to do that. We did not want to do that. But we were looking. We were looking. Because we need we need the help. You know? I mean, thank God. You guys out there that are fucking riding motorcycles and breaking them. Thank you. It's good for you. You ride it. And you get to enjoy that. And then when you want something, that we'll service it. Whatever. It's a good thing. We're providing a service that people love. And... We're getting, we were getting backed up and just the, the workload, we needed it. Plus, we're branching out, you know, being able to do other things, um, you know, getting a lathe, freaking, you know, welder, uh, you know, with the straight shooter, all this, all these things, you know, that we're branching out from what, even though, you know, we're staying with what the core Browns has always done, uh, you know motor work and you know service and shit like that but we're blessed so there's been some people that have asked or whatever and uh we've filled out some people we had another guy noe for a little bit he didn't work out god bless him he's on another journey doing something else wolfman <clears throat> oh the wolfman you know we have the wolfman wolfman for years he was how long was awesome. he up there he was up there for like three years was it that long? two and a half something like that Here's the St. James Hotel. That's a fucking cool cool spot. That's a cool sign. If we were smart, we'd stop and eat there, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, But the Wolfman, he's out there. He, you know, I can't talk about everything he's doing because it's, you know, he went to go do some sneaky peaky squirrel shit, I think. Um, But he wouldn't mind if I I put his business out there, gave his grid coordinates to where he's going on his next mission and fucking what he's doing. Uh, anyway, uh, it wasn't for him to right now. Maybe he'll pursue it later, but, uh, he's on another mission in life. 
But then Liz, come, uh, Corey, he comes in, and I was like, oh, man, this guy, it would be perfect, you know. And uh, he was a union iron worker. I mean, he grew up in and around a hot rod shop, and his uncles are just fucking gearhead fanatics and all this stuff, you know. So he's just like, he, he was a lot like the Wolfman. It was almost like the Wolfman reincarnated, but a little bit different. So he just like fell in there. Uh, we talked to David, you know, he, he went through the fucking, you know, the, uh, prospect phase or whatever, man. Uh, oh yeah. He yeah. got, he was patched in last time I was up there. Yeah, he was, man. We got him a uniform. Uh, Liz is on vacation right now. She's going to get patched in whenever we fucking. Oh, she is. Yeah. She, she earned her fucking, you know, her wings her jump wings. And, uh, but she came in. David was, you know, he pretty much, you know, was like, hey, these people are coming in and stuff, looking for a job. He's like, run them through the ringer, you know, make sure whatever that they're going to, you know, he's like, I don't want to fuck with it, but, you know, don't pick some fucking idiot. Then, of course, he, everybody had the. Those fucking buffalo, dude? Yeah, they are, dude. Badass. Buffalo Rome. I have to get with uh, Velarde there. Get a damn buffalo. I'll make a jacket. See, my dad threw away his buffalo jacket. Who throws away a buffalo jacket? This is this is the ranch that Don Jr. came and hunted at, according to what Sean, Sean said. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, my mom was just giving me that intel. Oh, I was yeah? headed up here. Yeah, she was texting me that. My mom, I mean, she sent what me that she badass say? text. She was like, hey, uh, this ranch, the, Trump bought it. I think. Uh, Trump it, bought it? Or signed some shit for, uh, you know, let me look. Should I should I look at the fucking text? Yeah. Read Where's it my here. phone? I don't know where it's at. Here it is. I, I'll tell you exactly what mama said. Let's tell you right here. This is what Mama said right here. Mama said, "This was awesome because we weren't even finished. This was like midway through the hunt." She goes, "Every hunting trip is a success as long as you learn something, see something, figure something out about your equipment or yourself. Have a good time. You know how many times I've traveled hundreds of miles, sat in a tree stand day and night for several days in a row, not to see a damn thing." But every one of those trips was a success in my mind. That's awesome. But that's not what she was talking about then. She said, Trump signed a bill that let people start hunting right here. And maybe not this one, but in this area. I think that that was one of the areas. But, uh, and it is protected BLM property. Now, what the fuck does that mean? So people can hunt and fish in various parts of New Mexico. Yeah, well, he... Sign that. Is that true? We need to fact check this. Yeah, like, we what, need to fact what is, check this. Like fucking forty-five did that, or what? What do you call? What do they yeah, call? Yeah, forty-five. Uh, hey, what about now? Forty-five. What about now? You know, 
He's over here, you know, flipping the script. Look at all these motherfuckers. Look at that big ass buck right there. Oh, look at him just hanging out. Did you out, see that? Dude. Basking Listening in the sun. In the sun. Yeah. Oh man. Look at that. How many spike. of those were there? Fucking twenty. Fuck. Look at that guy right there. Oh yeah, dude. dude. Fucking huge bug. Yeah. There's another doe. Oh, so now what were you saying about the uh, about forty-five? The vaccine spokesperson. Yeah, the vaccine. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Holy shit, dude! So this is the Boy Scout Ranch, dude. These little boys aren't shooting the deer; they're just feeding them. Apparently, wow. they're like on protected land. So what do they do? Give give the boys a chance to shoot them? Once every blue moon? Or no, what? all that land over there in between here and the lake we drove by. Yeah. Is Boy Scout Ranch. They fucking hike, camp. You know, I don't, I don't really know. It's a fucking amazing facility, though. These are the future cops of America. I mean, the Boy Scouts of America, right? <laughs> you know, man, it's crazy. What it's was this crazy. program designed to do? Unfortunately. That. That's, see all those tent frames? Yeah. I mean, what an amazing deal, huh? It's a pretty sweet spot, dude. It is. Unfortunately, I look at this and I and I know the fucking terrors of the world. And I think, well, I wonder how many little boys are getting molested in there every fucking year. Yeah. You know, that's unfortunately what happens in a lot of these places. Look at this. Here we go. They hear them glass packs. Every fucking animal's running away. That's what the fuck happened. <laughs> oh shit. We drove away, drove to Danger Dan's fucking. Glass pack. All right, I'll truck. take the fucking Kia back. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's uh. He, what's gonna happen? Let's see. Oh. You know. Yeah. Let's see what he does. Oh, what platform. now? What did your mom's text say again? Something about it protected BLM property. Do we have, do we have to look it up? Fucking find out. No. You haven't heard a lot from BLM. You haven't heard a lot from them lately. No? Well, I mean. Oh, how about the couple that we met from Portland? They were oh, nice. They yeah. were lovely. They were, weren't they? They I guess they'd had too much of Portland and they, they were they were voicing that. It's not your typical Portland crew. You know, I was surprised that uh, I can't tell what all those are. Is that elk? That cattle? Uh, I think it's elk. Definitely better driving through here in the double daytime. We didn't take this road on the way in. Because it's like five miles out of the way, and it's just not worth taking unless you can see it. Right. Yeah, man, it's beautiful out here. Beautiful. Oh, but we were talking about the fucking crew at, at Browns. Uh, you know, Liz, she came in. Twenty-year-old 
female, which is, you know, you're like, well, we need a wrench. She's only been alive 20 years, you know, but, uh, what are you trying to say? Well, you know, she just, it's very unlikely that she would have the kind of experience or have, have, you know, anybody, any female, 20 year old female, most likely at this day and age, isn't going to be someone, you know, in my opinion, maybe, maybe I'm, uh, you know, being a little bit sexist. Yeah, maybe I'm being a little bit sexist. I feel like you are, dude. I don't think this. Maybe is, I'm playing into traditional gender roles. Yeah, here. I don't think the, these statements are going to go over well. But see, look at me. Judge me by my actions. Judge me by my actions. I go, okay, cool. David's like, hey, talk to this gal here. Well, I'm like, oh, what's up? What do you need? You know, I'm thinking there's a part or whatever. She's like, oh, uh, a job. Well, he, David already had her information written down, like name and phone number. So I thought maybe he already got, she said something to him, but he was just going, I got shit to do here. D- d- fucking <laughs> scan this person. What do they want? Deal with it. I ask her about, you know, what about this? What about that? My normal interview shit. And then, uh, she starts talking about welding. I'm like, well, if you're a welder, I know in 2020 fucking one, you've got pictures of it. You know, <laughs> let's see in your phone. Yeah, 20 me, year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, oh shit. Well, if uh, she'll definitely be the one doing all the welding here. Yeah. I'm fucking amazing. You know, Tig. I'm, you know, she's talking about. Well, I st- I can't work all these days because I got school. Oh, you're going to college? Okay. For what are you taking? Uh, MIG, TIG, and uh, our, our fucking oxyacetylene. I'm like, oh, no shit. That's why you can weld like this. Fucking perfect. So then we hire her. She fucking, you know, she's not your typical 20-year-old gal. She puts her head down and fucking, I mean, she will just fucking work. So, uh, it's awesome, man. We got a whole team. We got a whole, we got a pretty fucking strong crew. Thank you to all of them, you know, everybody letting me take this time off, which I'm so grateful for. So, in the future, you know, getting David out there fucking riding around. Yeah, I got a big ask of David coming up. Yeah, I know. Surprise for him. Yeah. I think that would be fun. I might might need some pressure applied. I am going to push all the pressures. Yeah. Yeah, I will put... I'll, I'm, I will sell it. You will I, won't, I don't even pressure. have to sell it. I mean, I'm just going to say, hey, it's okay. We won't burn down the shop. We'll hold it down. Yeah. You know? Uh, because he, you know, man, I'd like to see that fucking white panhead rolling around down the road, you know? Yeah. With him going to fucking... Where on all the, <coughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, enough that's said. it. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what else would happen? You guys got any wild projects going on up there? Dude, Corey I mean, has got the brand new 80 fucking 2 Ironhead. Never been fired. Where did you acquire this motor, dude? I can't a, a say. NOS. I can't say. Never, new NOS. old stock. Never new been fired. New old stock. 82 crate. Motor. Complete. Complete crate fucking Transmission, motor. starter. That's right. The, the, what has it got on there? Like a key and carb? Uh, it's got the Ben Dix. Ben Dix. Ben Dix. And uh, it's fucking cool, man. I mean, you know, it is fucking cool. He's got that. He's got a, a Paco frame. 
you know, OEM style neck, uh, rigid, you know, obviously, fuck it, look at all these guys, antelope, cool, man, seen a lot of wildlife out here, well, yeah, he's got that going on, Springer front end, um, I mean, he had an iron head, I had an iron head, so I still have one, but, you know, we were, there's some love with people that have iron heads, because they're, you know, it's like you're in the, you're a special kind of, special kind of people, yeah. almost like V-Rod people. Yeah, that, or like, people who ride the short bus. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, you, you never have to ask a V-Rod person what they ride, or an iron head person what they ride. Because they're going to tell you Yeah They're going to let you know anyways Yeah Whether you want to know or not Yeah Uh, Anyway I can say You know except for You know Iron Head (laughs) They're not Well Yeah They suck I mean V-Rod Look at all this turkey dude Wow Uh, The V-Rod guys Always want to tell me How badass the V-Rod is Yeah And you're like I don't give a fuck Iron Head guys aren't like Overselling the fucking No they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm a special kind of dumb. Yeah. You know, like I, yeah, I do keep it running. I did Thank this you. to myself. Yeah. I continually do this to myself. Yeah. This was my decision. I mean, they're cool, man. And, and it's, it, I like it. It's cool. It's fucking so cool. Yeah, and, we raced that one in Vegas. Look I know. Look at that range right there. Yeah, you you guys did the mint on an iron head. Last year, Ironhead, 85. Well, this one's an 82. Yeah. So, it's in the good years. And, uh... The 85 is pretty much the Evo bottom end. You know, the frame is the same as, you know, up into 2003. I mean, you know, with anything, at the end of the run, is going to be better. You know? They figured out a lot of shit fixed a lot of shit. You're saying that I shouldn't have gotten first year Pan-American? You know, I mean, hey, how is that thing doing anyway? Well, we didn't fire it up this whole trip. But that was by choice. Yeah. I mean, did you get all your shit lined out now? Um, or what? Yeah, dude, they replaced the suspension front and back, which is kind of, you know, mind-boggling that they just covered it under warranty. Now, you know, I I fucking pushed the limits, you know? I, w- I would just assume that I was going to have to fucking pay to have it all fixed. You know? Like, sh- like, a dirt bike. You don't buy a brand new dirt bike and then the suspension break and they're like, oh, well, it shouldn't have broke within the first couple of years. You know? We'll just replace it. But that's essentially what Harley just did. Well, so, I mean, what all you did was ride it. Yeah, that's it. You know, you just damn thing fell across apart. the gnarliest terrain I could find as fast as I could possibly stand. I mean, it is America. Yeah. Pan America. No, I mean, I'm excited to get back on it and do some more shit. Uh, it's you know, it's it's not a bike that. I don't, don't just get to ride it around Texas, you know, and right. push the limits on it. Uh, no. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure you were at least gonna fucking 
blast through that field. Well, you know, we just had, I just wasn't there. We were on a mission. There was a lot invested in yeah. uh, bringing home some meat. Uh, I know. And using all the allotted time to, uh, I know, you know, get after it, produce, yeah, and learn. Yeah, that was the focus. That was the focus on a one-way, a one-track mine. I mean, look how much wildlife we've seen from here to there. Well, I mean, it's 8 o'clock now. We're on the road for two hours almost. During the most, you know... Active time? Active time of the day, yep. Plus, they were at the Boy Scout deal, man, where they're feeding them. Yeah, where they're, like, protected, dude. Yeah. So... Let me uh, come down to your fucking house and pull a deer off out there after you get yours. Whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, we're out of time. I think it's over. No, what, yeah. what's today's date? When, when did the 9th, A1 was last night, or was that two nights ago? So it's the 10th. Yeah, what is today? Monday. Monday. Holy yep. shit. Yep. So you kept saying, tell me you're going to get your chopper back on the road. Are you talking about oh, yeah. your Iron Head or the Evo chopper? The Evo has been sitting there. Now that I got sitting there for the as Dyna. long as I've known you. Yeah. Well, you're like, man, just I, keep acquiring T Sports instead of fixing your bike. I know. That is the true story. Fell in love now, with the T Sports. Now, is this deal. the one that you and Natalia got fucking T boned on? Well, yeah, the motor and the transmission is from that. Okay. Uh, and so put it in there and then. The, the plan was, hey, I'm going to rebuild this in this frame or whatever. Uh, since then, I got the fucking T-Sport. Oh, I'm good, man. I got this. Uh, I got that first T-Sport and then wrecked it, got all fucking broke up. That's when I went I broke my chest some vertebrae in my back, five ribs. So you collapse alone. The bike you've got, the Evo chopper. You and Natalia got smoked on it. Yeah, that was a different. So wreck. you get another bike. So then I hit got, on that. I got hit on that. And then you get another bike and laid it down. That was a freak deal. Going Sounds down like the highway. Getting new bikes. Yeah, but let me it's tell you not this: like you should fix that first one. Well, I, it was a you know a T Sport. I, I had never that was a bike that really got me to appreciate modern motorcycles. Was a two thousand and one T Sport. Okay. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is great! You know, no kicker and fucking push button start. Oh my god, you can wheelie this thing. Oh, there's a fucking oh, there's this whole Dyna fucking deal. Whoa. So. That's a sharp-ass turn, huh? Um, anyway, then I ruined one motor and then a transmission, 
So I rebuilt the transmission, this gray bike, you know, after I laid it down. It was red, now it's gray. The gray ghost, man, it looks bitchin'. It is so fucking awesome. That's the one you got powder up and coat. running now? Yeah, it's it's like powder coated all this shit black, got it painted, fucking, I uh, rebuilt the motor and transmission. I got, you it's know, I rebuilt machine. the front end. I mean, I've done a lot of shit to this bike. So, now it's it's not like it's ever done, but I mean, it's pretty good. I, I haven't even got the braking miles all the way on it yet. But, um, then I got the black T-Sport. So, what do I do? Fucking, I can just do the transmission on the black one. But I'm also doing this after hours, you know? So, and I just took a fucking week off. So, this is life. I got to get the fucking, uh, what do I do? The, the black Dyna or the chopper first? The chopper. I got the I got the gray Dyna going. I don't need the other Dyna for a minute. No. Until I wreck this gray one. And then I'll fix the black one. That's how it works. I, mean, I don't know. How, how do you even keep all of your shit fucking running? Well, I don't wreck them. I totally said... Try not to wreck them. Oh. This is like... Blow up your fucking transmission. Dude, right now my chopper needs loving so bad, dude. It needs a once-over? Dude, it... I haven't even gotten to... I haven't gotten to detail it since I laid it down in that mud puddle. You know, and like... Yeah. I need to fucking clean some wheel bearings, you know. There's fucking dry mud and sand in places that, you know... Just doesn't need to be there. Yeah. You gonna power wash that thing or what? What's your what's your no, cleaning? No, it needs like a fucking. It needs to be. The wheels is really my biggest concern. Is I need to get those what wheels taken off and clean. Huh? You gonna put the McGuire's on? The McGuire's. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Detail spray. No. <laughs> no. 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 I need to like wipe it down. Fucking clean those. Berries, you know, they should be sealed. Like all that shit should be fine. Yeah, you, you, you need jerk to that fucking thing off there and check the wheel bearings, man. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to blow them out. Golly, we see a lot of that, you know. We see that. Yeah, you know, David, your put wheel bearings are bad. Wheel bearings. I I had David do. Yeah, the front ones easy setup. He did the back ones. Set him up in that mid-star hub. Sweet. Yeah, because it was not set up correctly. So then I had to redo the spacer setup once yeah. he rebuilt the, the rear uh, wheel. Yeah, the center spacer. Yeah. No, not the center one. I think he did redid the center one. But anyways, it threw off the alignment of the whole thing with my spacer setup. Yeah, you don't want to fucking have those things go out on you. That would suck. I think you're going to have, you know, need to service this trailer back here. Yeah. I heard it fucking singing to us. Um, I know I'm not supposed to say what an awesome time. Look at this guy right here. About to get smoked. Yeah, dude. If we smoke one up here, we can keep it. Yeah, we'll just fucking 
quarter it up and put it in one of these empty coolers. <laughs> we got empty coolers, don't yeah. we? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, so maybe you got that big, uh, big ass grill guard up there, bumper. Oh yeah, it's an option. Well, I have eaten an animal that was killed by a fucking car. Really? See, I don't know if I've ever eaten one of those. It was a rabbit. You ate a rabbit that got ran over. Bam. I hit it, and I was like, oh. You hit it? No, not me. My stepdad did back in the day. Yeah. We were, uh. He was like, Jake, go get that fucking rabbit. That's fresh right there, buddy. I was like, cool, because we were pretty hungry. And, uh, we fucking killed it and skinned it. Oh, look at that guy. Almost got a bear. How do you clean a rabbit? It's like one of the wildest things, the way I do it. It's just like, Peel just kind of. off? What do you do? No, just like fucking grab it at the, uh, you know. Underneath its fucking upper arms, and just squeeze it. You just squeeze all the guts out the ass. Oh, I don't do just like that. Bam, it's clean. Wow. Have you ever so, heard a rabbit like scream? You know, they like whistle kind of. Oh yeah. They're like. Yeah. They're like what is this call. Thing doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it sounds crazy. Uh, this guy I was in Iraq with, fucking, he used to, he had this video of him kill, hitting him in the head with a hammer. He would show you a video of him? Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Special. It was special, man. I mean, they were going to eat him, but I guess they had a lot of rabbits or something. I was like, man, you got a lot of fucking rabbit screaming videos. He showed you multiple videos like this? Yeah. Wow. I think, you know. Yeah, there were some people showed me some real fucked up shit over there, man. Huh. You know. I mean, it, it was... It was wild. Let me just say that. It was wild. I think he'd want to show you, like, a big video of a girl screaming. Yeah, no, there but... was some of that, too, man. Some bestiality <laughs> shit. And I was like, God damn, man. man oh, this is some shit. fucking sick shit. You're into this shit? I tried to find the donkey show, dude, down in Mexico. Couldn't find it? Haven't found it yet. I'm not done looking, though. <laughs> uh, everybody I know that has seen that is like, well, yeah. Wait a second, wait a second. You know people that have seen the donkey show? Yeah. I need to talk to these people. Dude. They, these are they, your friends from California? No, 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 man. These are fucking uh, the military buddies, you know, who will remain uh, unnamed. But, they, you know, they all have the same, pretty much the same story. Is like, well, here it is. You're like, wow, uh. I mean, I've heard about it. Oh, check this out. And then you're like, oh, my God. I mean, it's the fucking donkey show. Like, like I cannot fucking believe it. I, w- I want to find the Dust Till Dawn bar that has the donkey show in it. You know, like the setup, like, from Dust Till Dawn. My God. In Mexico that also has the donkey show. That's a tall ask, isn't it? I mean, my God. Is that, I wonder if that bar is a real spot you can go to. Sure. What the fuck? Was all that recycling? Wood to burn? I don't know. I mean, it's crazy, dude. It, it, this is what, you know, we're, we're joking about it, but this is coming down the pipeline. 
you know, these people with fucking wanting all these different fucking, uh, what are they called, orientations, now they're trying to fucking have pedo as an orientation, you know, now they're trying to have bestiality as an orientation. I mean, is it not? I mean, is it not? I mean, just because it is doesn't mean it's okay. Should it fall in a different category? Yeah, what category should that be? I am a, I am, you know, like someone could fucking confess that they're into that. I mean, that's what they're doing. How do you feel about that? You know, is that the right, I mean, it's definitely an orientation, you know? Are you asking me, do I feel like... Should it be illegal? No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. That we must... Everybody's got to wrap it I mean, do you think around. that that's their approach? Is like, make it an orientation so that they can then fight for rights for that orientation? Well, that's from their side. The self-proclaimed... Uh, what is it? How do they call this? Um, how do they call themselves... Uh, Young, there's a there's an acronym for it which has left my mind that these people underage something how, how do they call this acronym Mambla man no not Mambla but it is like that <laughs> where they call them uh, fuck I can't remember it but you know the the, the pedos they're self-proclaimed pedophiles okay and they have uh, an acronym a three-letter deal that I think is what they call themselves. Like, I have to look it up, but uh, where they're like, yeah, this is what we did. Attracted to uh, we're attracted to younger people. You know, we want to help them. And like, what about the, the gender stuff where they got these schools like Chicago and shit. They got these, they're like, we they're proudly saying, hey, look, we're accommodating that these kids want to pick their gender and we're having gender neutral stuff. It, on there, instead of the man, the female, male or female, they got three different bathrooms. Beings. No, three different beings on there: the man, the female. On and the like what? The, on the bathrooms. Oh yeah. They're saying like gender neutral for the staff yeah. and the children. Well, some people don't know, Jake. Hey, that may be. Some people. That, I believe that. Right. Are born with one thing but want another. That's true. But. I don't know. Are you saying there's no room in our society for those kinds of people? <laughs> that yeah, we need right. to toss them in the same group as the pedophiles? Uh, I think that, that they run hand saying? in hand. I think they run hand okay. in hand. I, I do believe that. That, you know, this whole, like, gender confusion, gender fusion thing is, um, it does run hand in hand with, like, the sexualization of, of young, you know, youngsters. It's a, it's an evil trap, you know. Bestiality is, is this is the, this is the thing. That's evil, right? Bestiality, pedophilia, that is an evil thing. Evil. Yeah, I believe it's evil. Um, it comes from an evil place, you know, and it's like. In all of this, you know, in all of this, there is the good, there is the evil with with humanity. You know what I mean? 
And I think that, you know, the pedophiles that are all coming up, this fucking Nygaard guy, you know, taking all this blood and rubbing it all over his face from kids that that he made, you know, with these other ladies. And all this Epstein stuff. What's that other gal? Jet Gislaine Maxwell. It's like there's this big fucking, you know, we went by the Boy Scout ranch. That's why I'm sitting there thinking, you know, how many kids are uh, these establishments that are made to harbor and, and protect these kids get infiltrated by these fucking pedophiles? No. And then they, uh, and then they start using a place that used well, to be a sanctuary. I think they deserve a special a, place. Where they go, hey, look, I'm a pedophile. What if they did this? Yeah, Here's yeah. the other side. What if they go... Oh, I'm a, I realize this about myself. I want to go get help. Yeah, we I, we got help for them. Where is it? Straight to fucking hell. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should send them to a special place in hell. Yeah. Okay. You know, to take the innocence of a fucking of a child like that and to torture these people, it, it's insane. It is insane. It's going on out there. We're finding it out now. We're finding out this shit. I mean, I. You know, I think that they're taking advantage of kids by, they're like, confusing them with, you know, hey, maybe you're not a fucking man because you got a dick, you know? And throwing those crazy ideas. Yeah. You know. It's it, evil. To a kid who's like, you know, it's just confusing being a kid to begin with, you know? This is the mission. Gender confusion. The next one is gender fusion. I believe is coming down the line where they, they we're already in that where they, they if you are not like you know wanting to breed and be and exercise your your uh, you know your your true essence of humanity right then you're going to be easier controlled you know if you're not worried about getting food procreation doing all the fucking you know bare basics uh, you know all the of, things that drive animal like yeah, activities. That's right. The animalistic yeah, being there's, inside of all of us. If you have a hearty bunch, right? Like what we just did. If you could do that, people, you know, like we talked about it, you can't just go up there with just anybody. You know, you got to have a good team. Uh, but that's how Americans, I think, used to be hearty like that. Um, you know, the Russians, they're still fucking pretty hardy, right? You know, they're just out there getting it. But we've been so pussified. We have been, as a whole, there's still some people out there that are hard as fuck, getting it every day, and fucking, you know. That's all my listeners. Yes, that's right. I know. When the shit hits the fan, the motherfucking Wolverines that, run, that, that mount up is going to be the fucking, <laughs> the Danger Dan podcast crew. The, cho- the fucking motorcycle people. If you ride a motorcycle around... And you have to fucking can't say that weather anymore. yourself. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a hardy bunch, dude. They, these, check this out. Check this out. Who are we talking about? They, these, <coughs> you know. In my humble fucking opinion, it's coming straight out of the fucking, you know, the UN, the fucking. Uh, World Economic Forum, you know, this is, if, if you look into the contents of what they are putting out from their mouths, 
you can see, oh yeah, this is it. We're trying to destroy the, oh, how do we get on this? BLM fucking, BLM land or some shit. But yeah, if you can confuse the children, if you confuse the people, you know, make them where they don't want to breed, put the VR goggles on them, virtual reality. You know, that, what, did, what did we see the other uh, yesterday? Yeah, VR well, goggles on deal, cows Jake, now. we've talked about this, right? It's a more efficient way of living, right? It's a better for the planet, right? Is if people are not out driving around in fucking Chevy trucks, hauling big-ass fucking trailers, oh, just so that I can go get some meat for my family. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you should not be every, to do If that. everybody did that... Right. It wouldn't be good. Oh, the world would implode. So we need right? everybody to. Uh, well, there's just not enough space. There's not enough badass Chevy trucks. Okay. Oh we, boy. We need to slow everybody oh down. They need a screen, screen in front of their face. That way they're not just out there breathing up all my. I mean, that's right. Breathing up all the air. Right. Okay. It's overpopulated. It's overpopulated. We need to get this population down. Okay. You know. So, if you could develop some kind of fucking. Uh, message I mean virus communication psyops to slow the roll of everybody yeah to get us you know we used to look up okay check this out perfect analogy perfect analogy right here perfect come on we we used to look up you know you look out there you're out there in the middle of nowhere you can see fucking all the stars and we talked about the astrolabe and like what that is how to use it a measurement device put you you know all this stuff go look up a fucking astrolabe and check it out but it's like we're looking up at the the stars we're looking up at the mountain in awe you know trying to fucking conquer the mountain not conquer it but like like drag something, uh, you know, that it Become has to provide. Become one with it. Become one with it. Experience it. Think, you know, like, graciously fucking we left alive. But also, you know, it's like you're trying to provide, you're giving to, you you know, whatever. But that's, that's what we used to do. We used to look up. And now, we got cell phones that put the TV in the room. Then they fucking took the TV and put it in our pocket. Put it in our hand. And now, we all we do is walk around with our heads down. You go out to a restaurant. You know, we, me and John were talking about this. He said, we go in a restaurant. And he said, my wife's like, hey, don't make it obvious. And he's like, of course. I turn around and make it fucking obvious. But look right at him, you know. The, all the kids got their own. Ca- uh, not just the kids. The kids and the parents. They got noise-canceling headphones. Everybody's got a device. Yeah. This is, this is what, you know, the, the, the road that uh, they, you know, uh, George Soros yeah, soon, fucking soon they won't even have to Klaus go out Schwab. to these fucking restaurants they can just stay home and print their food in a microwave that's right with, you with, saw Back to the Future that's right that's not that far you know they've got this synthetic meats and everything synthetic food soon they'll just be hooked up yeah you'll experience food through the device you're like my stomach's full I've been engineered or bred to uh not desire, you know, taste anymore. I'm just being sustained through this like gray goo, you know, that's uh, fed through me to a tube where what I can just stay plugged in. Are these fucking geese? Are they sandhill cranes? Those are geese, dude. Geese? Yep. Canadian geese. Wow. Those are uh. 
those are the ones I told you we hunted in Colorado, fucking set up like 250, fucking 300 decoys, setting a freezing ass hole in the ground. Fucking Sounds miserable, dude. Calling, oh, man. I was doing push-ups to fucking stay warm down in a little hole. Oh, boy. Why do we do it to ourselves? Why do we put ourselves through torture? Yeah, when we could just stay home and look at the screen. Why? Well, yeah. You know, we, we could experience that? all this through the the lens of Meat Eater. V, VR. Meat Eater VR. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I... Here's... Did we... I don't know if we talked about it on the show, like, doing my fucking... My VR podcast. Yeah, yeah. people, like... They could sit right here with you. Yeah, there's a camera set up in between me and Jake, and they could listen to the podcast and, like, look back and forth with the goggles on, hearing me talk, seeing me talk, and look over at Jake. And It's cool. Hey, dude, it's cool. The technology is fucking cool. I, I love technology. I'm enamored by it. But, you know... It's the duality, right? I, I, you know, I love the convenience of the city. I love that. I love to be able to look at fucking Instagram and see all the cool shit out there. But, you know, you got to be able to... I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, talking about hunting and, and the experience that we had in a way that glorifies it to where more people want to just go out and hunt know because then the more crowded the tougher it is to get you you know like you're doing yourself a disservice maybe you You, yeah if you if you can get 50 more people to hunt then uh in new mexico you know like that could that could you know yeah how many people after hearing this are gonna go to you oh my god you fucked up yeah fucked up good luck motherfuckers yeah hey (laughs) no no what's funny i say that because recently steve ranella had a podcast on meat eater and it was like the fucking family feud Christmas mm. episode where he had his brother on who despises social media hunting or despises social Promoting. media influencers influencing people to hunt and, and creating new hunters because he says the biggest problem is, uh, you know, overcrowding. And if you're in the business of hunting, Pretty much any business, right? Any industry, you're trying to get more people involved in that industry, right? So right. the whole industry makes money, makes more. Right. So you want like... Anyways, hearing them argue about it was fucking hilarious. Oh, I got a sneeze coming. It's like... It was, I mean, it was a great argument. Uh... But I think about that with motorcycles as well. Like, I've never been big in, like, promoting getting people to ride for their first time. You know, like, I guess one way I could put it, like, I've had girls try and convince my wife that she needed to ride. You know, and for a while she was like, Dan, why haven't you taught me how to ride? You know, I'm like, here's the deal. Riding is something that, you know, you got to want to do. There's, you know, I got bikes at the house. Katie, if you want to fucking learn to ride, you know, start learning on your own. Because if you're not going to show that much initiative, I'm not going to, like, crutch you into a situation that could fucking kill you. That's right. You know, like, where people make it so easy for somebody to jump on a bike and ride into traffic with very little experience. And they feel like that's a good thing. You know, and I know that once people do experience that, uh, it's an amazing feeling. You know, like, that's... 
Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. But I'm also, I feel like if I was going to put effort into promoting growth in motorcycles, just start a lot younger, you know? Yeah, I used to think, oh, man, everybody needs to do this. This is great. This is like, I mean, how how could, you don't want to ride a motorcycle, you got to try it. Yeah. But you're right. Uh, that's how you, That could get somebody killed, man, you know? Well, that's how I used to feel about doing drugs, like, like, oh my God, you've never done acid. You got to do acid, you know, without any thought of set setting, you know, or the mental capacity of whoever I'm talking to. I'm like, you know, that could be a bad situation. It could if you're not ready for it. If you are not ready for it, uh, pushing or- it on somebody who is in no mental space, no mental capacity to be able to accept such such a yeah the the. Uh- you know, reality breaking down in front of you and building up a new one, you know, uh, uh, lifting the veil, uh, you know, that you want to make sure you've got the right setup if you're in, interested in doing And I feel the same way with motorcycles. Like, yeah. You know. But hearing Steve and his brother Matt argue is fucking hilarious, you know? They kept using this term, gripping grin. Gripping grin. Yeah, like, you know, taking a picture of you and whatever you killed and posting it on the internet. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit, that fucking term cracked me up. With the, you know, you got to get the kill shot. The gun is in front or the bow or the knife and then the animal and then hold his head up. Well, what's cool is, like, Steve, you know, has a, you know, hunted with his family. And he always talks about his brothers and his dad and the episodes and, like, and then hearing his brother... You know, him first off giving his brother the opportunity to come on and tell him that what he does for a living is bullshit, you know, and he should feel bad for promoting hunting the way that he does. You know, using dead animals to sell a product is what he kept saying. You know? Using dead animals to sell a product. Which is what every hunting company has done since the well, beginning Well, their products of time. help kill animals. Yeah, so you, you got to show. Yeah, to hear them argue was pretty fucking funny. Yeah, I have to check it out. Um, but your VR goggles. Oh, yeah. The VR goggles. Sitting in my shop while we're doing a podcast. Yeah, what do you do? A 360 lens? Is that how that works? I think so, yeah. Um, a 360 lens. And then they can just fucking look wherever they want. Yeah, they can check it all out. That's cool. Fish eye deal. 360 fly or whatever the... Uh, GoPro. I should have brought my nephew's GoPro. See, I thought that the augmented reality thing was going to take off more. It hasn't it, though? Isn't it what the fucking goggles are? That's The Oculus? Oculus. No, that's VR. I'm talking about AR. The augmented reality. Where they were playing the Pokemon game where you pull your camera out. Yeah. And then the, the, the phone, like, implants Pokemons in the picture that, you know, your camera is getting from the, the actual outside or you know yeah so it's like implanting Pokemons into your reality right I, I think that is the way it's going it's just that's a harder deal to do see I think one day they're going to have glasses right you're going to be able to wear if you want to you'll have the augmented reality goggles I think Ray-Bans has them out right now right but then you could put on the danger lenses and so you're seeing everything through my eyes I We're mean, like that's all, the future. All the fast food joints are like fucking just 
decrepit, burnt down buildings when you yeah. see them through my goggles. Right. You know, and like, dude, you gotta watch that movie They Live. That's kind of what the, you know, you see what's really going on. That's not unlike what's happening right now. You know that? It's it, that's a that's an interesting concept there. It's not unlike what's happening right now. You like when we were watching the fucking commercials yesterday? Oh yeah. And you were talking about you and Katie uh, watching, watching CNN. Yeah. Oh god. And and you can see what's really going on if you haven't been a part of it because you know like I was saying I don't we, I don't have commercials in my house. It was like a fucking that. full on SNL skit. Instead right. Of the news. When you don't when you're not a part of it and you're you're you don't you're not in that system you can see it and then. It's, you can't unsee it. You're just like, this is propaganda to make me, you know, what did you, you say? Like, oh, look, whatever that person's on in that video, I mean, life is great. Yeah, I want the drugs. Oh, yeah. You know. And, hey, if you're going to do drugs, I mean, do drugs. Like, do the real drugs that you know are out there. You know, the one that God gave us. Give, like what? Give, do those drugs. The drugs that God gave us. Caffeine, fucking adrenochrome, adrenochrome. God, God, <laughs> oh my God, dude, that is that's wild. what you're talking about, right? Yeah, this Nygard, dude. Yeah, okay. So tell me about this Nygard. Nygard, uh, Peter Nygard, I think he was a uh, a Canadian like fashion guy, a Canadian fashion guy. He's got the. But dude, he's, what's up with Canadians in fashion? I'll tell you what, I, maybe I'm not the best for fashion advice, but, you know, I'm definitely not the best for function either, wearing bands uh, into the fucking mountain. Dude, the bands killed it, dude. I was so impressed with these fucking bands. All right, I back know. to Nygaard, dude. We're not talking about sweatshop no. made shoes. Yeah. Uh, I know. Now I got to fucking find out if yeah, I should have thought about that. Did, are bands made by six-year-olds? Yes, dude. Oh, right there next to the Nike spot, dude. Uh, it's like, boom. Where the kids? You know, where my boots are made fucking Montana. Are they? Yeah. Okay. By fucking what? 16-year-olds? No, dude. Some old ladies, I bet. Damn. Now we got to go there and find out. Anyway, Peter Nygaard. This motherfucker. I think his name is Peter Nygaard. This guy. Nygaard. That's the last name. Okay. Canadian fucking fashion guy flying these gals around. These girls are coming out. Where did where did the, where did the girls come over. from? They had, I mean, you know, from a various sorts. You know, uh, like they lure they, them they, in with the modeling deal. Now who's they? Nygar and his people. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think I don't know if the Nygar fashion thing. people like he's got models that do this for him. Yeah. And or because he's in the on. model industry, he's been able to find... Oh, he goes, throws these lavish parties and all this stuff. They get these girls, oh, yeah, come on to the plane. You know how it's done. And uh, they get on the plane. Then, they, you know, he convinces, you know, they go to his fucking... He's got all these places out there, you know, an island here. All these motherfuckers had islands, you know. But what this guy's specialty was, he was like a fucking vampire, allegedly, you know. I mean, not allegedly, they got him busted. Fucking uh, have these children, his own children, because they, another child isn't isn't good enough. You need your own shit. You've made it. It's like the true essence of you. You take this kid, you smash him down, you drain her blood, and then you fucking you uh, smash him down. Yeah, you know, or well, you know, I bet they just hook him up. Wait, wait a second. I don't know. Are they baby shaking or are they smashed? 
But either way, this sick fucker's draining the blood out and like putting it on his face. He's like, you know, he's got a biotech company where he, you know, he's like, this is the fountain of youth. You inject this shit in you. You, you, you know, I mean, it's like the shit that's out there in real life is crazier than any fucking movie or any kind of fucking thing that you could ever think of. I mean, of, but dude. that doesn't sound too far off that something kids produce could help older people stay young. Well, it makes sense. And if we know? got a population problem, why do you want to make, let people last longer? Well, you know? no, no, no. It's just, you know, it's like if you had the youth, what's the saying? We're like... The fountain of youth? No, like if... Youth is wasted on the young? Yeah. Yeah. It is. I, I'm old enough okay, to so, understand that Okay, now. so back to Nygar here. Yeah, I know. You could see how you could get caught up in that and go, look, here, here's the deal. Here's the truth, man. It's all there for the fucking taking. It's all there for the taking. If you want it, you can go out there and get it. And it's all there, good and evil. Even if okay? you're a fucking Canadian fashion designer? You can fucking go out there and get kids and have people do this. I mean, you could go out there and, and, and fuck a donkey or let a donkey fuck you. But... You know, what? The, what's that going to get you? You know what I mean? It's going to get you a donkey dick. <laughs> <laughs> Prolapsed anus. You know? Uh, but, you know, if you want to get good at eating potato chips and sitting on the fucking couch, you're going to get really fucking good at getting di- diabetes and all that shit that goes along with it. You're going to become a professional fucking couch potato. So go out there and get that shit. You know what I mean? If that's what you want to do. But... But you if know, you want to stay young, you got to get kids? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if you want to stay young, you want to get kids, you want to suck from the fucking, suck the youth and the, and the fucking essence of a, a pure, innocent soul out, it's there. You know what I mean? You could go, you're, you know, you're, you're a strong person. Now, where did you learn about this Nygar? This sounds like some Alex Jones shit to me. Oh. Infowars? Infowars.com. You got it at Infowars, didn't you? No, but I, then I, after you get it from any source... Just so people can fucking understand this, because not enough people do this. Then you cross-reference it with all the other shit. Because in this day and age, are you telling me that there is some info on Infowars that is not just straight theory and not just, just straight hate, theory? promoted hate? Well, I thought all he did Alex was Jones hate. is always right. Let's just say that Alex Jones is always right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, you just fucked up. I just fucked up. You know up how many right people there. just stop listening? Yeah, they go, nope. Can't uh, uh, have uh, any more of this. Dude. Can't have any more of that. Uh, no, man, you can look them up. The problem is this. How about this? Have you noticed? You Google something. It is gonna give you significantly. Uh, even just like trying to research something using fucking Safari browser, Google, this shit right here is under a fucking umbrella, man. And for people that don't know, this whole everything that comes through here, you know, whatever country you're at, it blocks fucking addresses. Even even some of the dark web shit is fucking blocked. I mean, it. People are like, oh, you can't believe that. Or what about this? There are some motherfuckers that whenever I tell them something, they immediately, immediately take the opposite, opposition, like, no, but that's dismiss it and everything. And it's like, you didn't even, you you know, you could look at this shit for yourself. I mean, I'm trying to tell you from a friend point. I'm trying to help you, you know. You tell them people it. like to argue with you? These are you telling me there's people out there in the universe 
that disagree with that what I disagree say. Disagree with what you say. Yeah, and, and God just to disagree. No. <laughs> just to disagree. Just to disagree. God bless them. Uh, you know, I deal in fact, reason, and logic. Those are the three things I deal in. Okay. Go look at fucking Peter Nygaard. Look at his shit. This is this kind of sick fuckers that are out there. You know what I mean? But it's all there for the taking. It's all there for the taking. Um, you know, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to get into. It's like I tell my kids, hey, you do good things, you'll get good things. You do bad things, you'll get bad things. Um, That's one hell of a philosophy. Yeah. I mean, that breaks it down pretty easy for a kid. Yeah. You do good, you'll get good. You do bad, you'll get bad. That's just how it goes. You know? Uh, and See... What if you believe you're doing good? Right. Will you get good? Well, now we're talking about uh, morals that have been deemed by a group, you know, in a societal effort. You know, pop, you know, fucking, there's some political science here, you know. But, uh, yeah, if you do believe, because, you know, different cultures, they believe that they're doing good. If it works for that culture, if that works, if that works for any group. If five people want to go out here in this fucking field, and they all agree, they're gonna and they're like, "Hey, listen, this is all affecting us. It's not affecting anybody else. We're gonna go out here and we're gonna do whatever." If they all agree on it. They should be allowed to do it. They should be allowed to do it. You know, okay. if, they, if they and what is that? It's it's bad. They're doing bad. What what, what could be something that we think is bad? Uh, they're hurting each other. They're cutting each other up. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. If they want five people want to go out in that field and cut each other up, I don't give a shit. Now, the minute they start cutting up someone else that doesn't want to but be cut But what if up, they believe they're doing good by cutting those people yeah, up? Yeah, then they're fine. That's good. Oh, what, what, this other guy comes out there in the field? Well, I'm just saying, if they believe this that they This fictitious field that we've made. Just because you say that that's bad, but they believe it's good, are they going to get good brought back to them? I think if, if their heart's in the right way, maybe... I think it, I think it has to, a lot of it has to do with intent. You know what I That's mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, a lot if of it has the, to do with if they if they believe they're doing good, like it, Nygaard is like, listen, I believe this is really the best thing. I've got to impregnate this woman, bring her to full term, grow that baby up to you know maybe one or two, so I can kill progress it. the science. Yeah, and he believes that he's doing a good job. Now, in this case, I would say, fuck this motherfucker. He's going to hell, and we should fucking kill him a slow painful death that's just how I feel about it well that wouldn't be good for him no that wouldn't be good for him but it, but you know we in the in the tribe of humans need to seek out and, and extract parietal fucking you know these fucking what about if I put it this way you believe you're doing good by spouting the the truth that you see the fact yeah. what do you say the, the truth fact reason and logic yeah by promoting the fact reason and logic that's what but I'm really that's not the best thing for everybody I uh, what if that's not right yeah it can be a lot to handle and I've learned that you know like through communicating some of this stuff to my wife it's like okay all the details aren't there I don't have to it, maybe it's my job to know this if we have a bit of trust you know hey I don't think that we should do this, you know, unless you want to understand the reason why, because there's these fucking, hey, let's not go down that dark alley at night uh, in a bad part of town with our kids because, you know, uh, there could be danger lurking there, okay? Well, maybe that alley 
is on the backside of a YouTube video, okay? And we're not going to go down that alley. So it's like if you if you don't want to hear about all the evils that happen through fucking media and people coming in and fucking extracting these kids or showing exposing them to fucking things that they shouldn't be exposed to early, you don't want to talk about that, then just go, hey, oh, my... I understand that uh, you have a, uh, a reason why you don't want to do this and uh, there's a bit of trust there. So maybe the information doesn't need to be to everybody, but you got to have a, a source unless, what if you're just, uh, I mean, you live in the woods like those people out there. In what I'm saying is what if you don't, don't know it all, it. right? And you think you're doing good, but really you're doing bad. Are good things still coming to you because you think I, you're doing good? Fuck, I hope so because I'm probably doing some of that shit. I'm probably doing some bad things that I think I'm doing good. Yeah. Like mainly with my That's children. It's really not good for the whole, the planet as a whole. Yeah. The human race as a whole. You're right. It seems good because it would be what's best for you and your family. But yeah. does that mean that it's the best for the whole human race? Maybe. Maybe not. Like, if you you got kids, so maybe you think you're doing the best with them, but you're fucking them up in this way. And then they grow up to fuck up, to make some really big things. They grow up to be the next Hitler. Damn. You know? What if that happens? You just put that on me? No, not, not necessarily damn, you. But Jake. you know what I mean? Like, you you could, you, me, whoever could do that, you're like, man, look, I'm... Let's go back to talking about you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. You're raising the next Hitler. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could be raising the next fucking Hitler. I might be fucking him up. You know, I think about that kind of shit. I'm like, I think I'm doing the right thing. I'm trying to. You know, I'm asking the multiverse, God, for guidance. You know, please. You know, but then I I catch myself and my wife does too. You know, like, you're not supposed to. Hey, 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 hey. You, You don't give a kid pills that way. Like, fucking medicine for a kid, you know, they, if they don't want to taste it because it's nasty, you can't fucking jam it down, jam their, throat. It down their throats like, you know, they're not a dog. Oh, whoops. Fuck. I mean, God dang it, you know, or whatever, man. Whatever it is that you do, not to say that that really happened, did or didn't, I don't can't confirm it this time, but uh, it's more, it, I can't tell if it's true or untrue at this juncture in time. It may be closer to the truth than the untruth, but we just can't tell at this point. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, you, what about the Aborigines or like, uh, you know, these uh, cannibals, cannibal tribes? You know, they believe that they're doing good by eating eating other fucking people. Yeah. Then they get all crazy, you know, like mad cow, but for humans. Well, it seems crazy from our perspective, but I'm sure you that know? it takes a little bit of that to be able to eat humans. You know what I mean? What about this? Alive, you know, the plane wrecks. There's some exceptions in everything. You know what I mean? Is there? There's, there should be, right? There's exceptions to all the rules, I think. I mean, when convenient, right? I mean, humans can justify almost anything, you know. We can justify almost anything. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. Just because you think you're doing good, is that going to get you good? You know, you say if you do something good, you'll get good. If you do yeah. something bad, you'll get bad. There's exceptions to every rule, but at that one right there, in my personal experience on this planet for almost 40 years now, is uh, that that rings true. 
when I was a fucking a heathen doing heathen shit, I got heathen shit back. And, and what changed was my vision. And I spoke it into existence and said, you know, I, I made a conscious effort in my life when people, when, when I wasn't doing as good as I am now, when I was having harder times, uh, I made a conscious effort to say, I'm going to switch my response to this whole thing. How are you today? Or, hey, how's it going? Live in the dream, right? And now I had, not me, you know, it, it wasn't me. But through my actions and the grace of God and the multiverse and, and, and the, the consciousness that's happening on this planet is giving it back to me because I changed my stinking thinking. And I got to check up from the neck up. That's, and so that's why I tell my kids and people, if you do good things, you'll get good things. Because, man, there's an exception to the rule, sure. But if you set yourself up to fucking believe that, then you can achieve that. You know, good things will come your way. It may not happen. You got to pay your off your karmic debt. You know what I mean? You have to pay off your karmic debt. You're not the, the multiverse isn't just going to bless you because you decided to change. It's like no, dude. You did the crime. You got to do the time. And then when when that's done, which we don't get to choose it either. You know what I mean? We don't get to choose how long the fucking evil lurks on you. I mean, have you always been the saint that you are? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've always gotten everything I've ever wanted. I believe that. I believe that. You know? Sometimes I didn't... I thought I wanted one thing until I got it. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Damn. A drug, depraved, wild man. It's not as glorious as it seems. You know, from a younger perspective. How about this? The grass is always greener where you water it. Not on the other side, but where you water it. Where you fucking water it. Yeah. I like that one. And, you know, if you're, if you mean to do well, right, and you're doing harm, I don't know, maybe, maybe God or, you know, whatever's governing this whole thing it, maybe they'll smile upon you and fucking show you mercy that's what you I mean that's what I pray for I mean I know that there are some things like you know what happens when you die we know I mean maybe some of us know I'm starting to believe that now you know that I used to think it was all hocus pocus and shit these spirits and fucking all this other other dimensions but it's a real deal uh and maybe know maybe they'll they'll show you mercy or something like that if you know you get there after you're dead and you get where you know whether it's to heaven or you reincarnate your spirit we're light beings i believe when we when we die this is just an experience here as a humanoid homo sapien sapien on planet earth this is just a temporary i don't know if well, i think we're all part of the same light being experiencing life in different forms Experiencing the same life in yeah. different forms. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, like me and you are experiencing this life. We're we're, we're from the same source. Yeah, I believe that. It's shining through us. Consciousness 
the oneness of everything, the source, God, if you want to call it. I mean, this is all the same thing in my opinion, is shining through us, right? Okay, it, it, so to speak. It has it has cut itself up or, or split itself into a, a, an infinite amount of pieces to experience itself as a sheep, as a leaf, as a Dan, as a Jake, as a Billy Goat. Correct. You know? Then what I do to you is really what I'm doing to myself. Correct. Wow. That's a fucking pretty trippy shit, man. I believe that. So if you do good things, you'll get good things. If you do bad things, you'll as long get as you things. believe it. If you believe it, as long as it sounds like all that fucking medicine my wife takes, it only works if you believe it's gonna work. That's hey, the placebo effect is real, and it's, so is the nocebo yeah. effect. I think it's what it's called. How about this? Do you Clean. think the fucking coronavirus, COVID nineteen, would have been as detrimental if people weren't told it was gonna be so detrimental? Are people making this sick? Like, are people taking what normal flu symptoms they would have had from just the seasonal flu? Like, you got sick. You just yeah. got sick. Yeah, but if I was, like, concerned and believing that it was going to kill me, would I have made that sickness worse? Yes, you would By have. just fucking thinking about, oh, my God, I got this thing. That's, yeah. It could fucking kill me. Yeah, you would You would still be, you would be sicker. You, then here's the other thing. Unfortunately, this is a sad thing. People, they say, I seen you and John sick as fuck up there in god-awful conditions and you guys gritted it out like a fucking beast did not give up and just hung out and fucking took care of it okay and continue to hunt and, and get through this fucking mission now these some of these other people i mean there there are times i don't know how sick you were but i mean you could be sick as fuck and you go i feel i mean i feel like i'm dying i mean i feel like i'm fucking dying and then you go to the hospital and then they pump you full of fucking you know Remdesivir or some shit like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then make the symptoms worse. Yeah. And then put your hook, and then ultimately fill up your fucking. Uh, Tell you that you are possibly dying. Lungs with fucking fluid, yeah. And then, you know, give you with a bunch of, put you on a vent, which is, you know, I mean, that, that's that's what we know has happened now. Um, that chick, Aaron, the nurse that fucking went up there. You know, she's a whistleblower, got all hooked up with the security footage and shit like that. Went up to New York. And, uh, I mean, she busted these motherfuckers. Hopefully we get to see the, the justice for this, man. So that's the, the, the COVID-19 thing. Yeah, it's been just as detrimental as it always has been. The flu or whatever by the numbers that they're showing. Until, I mean, what happened to the flu? Where, where, what happened to it? Where did it go? Flurona? Where's the flu? Where did Flurona. Flurona. though. That's what it is. Hey, you get Corona flu or Corona, uh, what's it called? Flurona. Flurona. <laughs> hey, you know, and it's wild, right? Because we all got sick and then, and then I'm seeing like, okay, what the, what's it, uh, what's that other guy? The doctor, not Peter McCullough, uh, Robert Malone, Robert Malone. So, all this information is out. Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone. And what and I, what they're saying, I have seen, right? So the all of us that got sick at the party, right? Everybody got sick. Every motherfucker ran. 
And then you look, oh, this one was vaccinated. This one was unvaccinated. This one was vaccinated. This one was unvaccinated. What else did you do at the party that could have possibly gotten you sick? Oh, fuck, man. Did you weaken your immune system at all by doing anything? I think everybody that seen me there knew that my immune system was going to be weak the next day. (laughs) I was, I mean, I was as motivated. Let's say this. I was as motivated at that fucking Christmas party as I was when we got in the fucking camper the first night. I put my fucking sleeping system on one leg, you know, this like, that's how motivated I was. So yeah, I weakened my immune system. Did John weaken it? Why didn't I get sick is the thing on this last deal. I don't know. Because you already weakened it once and it, yeah. and it overcame. And it got stronger. So when this shit came through, my immune system was like, nah, <laughs> fucking gotcha. Um, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you and John were making out. I don't know. Oh, but, we were? Uh, yeah, the, the, the fucking, if you believe that you're going to be sick, you're going to be sicker. But like you guys, you said, oh, I'm going to get through this, fucking found the water, take care of your shit. Well, I didn't even have... I wasn't giving myself the option to be sick another day. Right. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to fucking give my body time today. And then tomorrow, no matter how I feel, you know, I'm pulling through. You said, I'm not... I don't feel like participating in this. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, this is not a good time. But when it's convenient sometimes, you do want to take a break and lay around. You know, fucking, I hate being sick. You know, when it gives sick. you a little bit more extra attention. I fucking hate being sick. I fucking hate it. It's my least oh, Some favorite. people love it. <laughs> they fucking, uh, play it up. What's it called? Uh, where everybody, where you think you're always sick. Uh, hypochondriac. Talking about this hypochondriacs always think they're dying. No, I'm just saying that some people enjoy some of the symptoms that come along with being sick. Whether it's the extra attention, the the, the less amount of uh, what do you call it uh, responsibilities, you know, the excuses they can use the sickness to make their life easier. I don't hang around those people. <laughs> <laughs> But I think some people, you know, they find themselves where it is convenient to be sick for an amount of time. This is like a conscious decision they make. It's just like, wow, you know, like I got a couple of symptoms and and then it overtakes them. Yeah, I, you can't because they can't let think it like that. Yeah, it's there was an episode of The Simpsons where I thought you were gonna say Black Mirror. No, but go ahead, The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, The Simpsons is, is just. Good. A, prophetic Uh, I mean if not more yeah it's wild man (coughs) that is predictive programming though that is predictive programming putting that shit out there so that your eyes see it so that you you forget what your human essence is they put this picture in your brain and then when it starts happening for real you just go along is that why palm readers uh Work so well because it, you, they tell you what's up, and then you're like, "Oh, I gotta let that out." That? Yeah, it can be the case. It can be the case, okay? Because there is this, okay? Your consciousness. Your you, when people have all meditated together to lower crime rate in this place or do these things, right? And they have a group meditation, and there has been resor- results that have been Measurable. documented. 
immeasurable, all this shit, okay? You could go look up those studies. You could look up this one, Cleve Baxter, okay? Cleve Baxter, look this guy up. This motherfucker, dude, is the plant guy I was telling you about. Cleve Baxter fucking talks to plants or something like that. You know what I was telling well, I was telling you about that, right? Or was I telling John? What me? Okay. He hooks up in a lie detector test, right? Which is ultimately a nervous test. And it has a range. Right? High and low. High and low. And it's traced out. How do you sense nervousness amongst plants? It's your electrical fucking charge. Yeah. Okay? It's putting it out. I mean, I'm not I'm not a pro really? at the fucking, steno- uh, whatever it's called, polygraph. But this is how it is. You can see it. Like a... Like a he hooks uh, it up to the plant's two fingers? To to the to the fucking yeah, the, the leaves or whatever, you know. He hooks it up. He gets a he gets an audible. Like a tone. root and then the top or uh I think he hooks it up to the, the two different <laughs> leaves. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. The branch or something like that, right? But you can get this tone. He then he's like, okay, I'm gonna pull off this leaf and see, you know, he's doing all these studies. How how does this work? Well, he pulls off the leaves. It, it kind of raises, so I'll, I'll do an impression. Right? Okay, yeah. that was good. That's uh, when he pulls off a leaf. Yeah. What happens so, when he waters them? It's a it's a low tone. It's cool. Everything's great. But it, then he realizes, so he's going to pull a leaf off a plant. He realizes it's screaming, you know, that, that, that tone's raising whenever he's doing this. This is in his lab. Okay, Cleve Baxter's, Baxter's lab. They start messing with this shit. He goes, okay, what, I'm going to burn the leaf, I guess. What happens when I burn it? Oh, man, it makes a fucking... It's screaming again. Audible scream. The plant is screaming. It has an effect. Well, when I light it or pull a leaf off, right, then it, it, it the tone raises. What does that mean? I, I mean, who knows, right, at the time that they're doing it. Then he realizes it starts because the plant's always hooked up in the lab. It's just these tones of these plants. He's got a couple of them, right? Allegedly. I guess that's that. Apparently, that's what was going on. He realizes when he thinks about going over there to pull the leaf or burn it, it starts screaming. So it's it's tapping into what he's thinking. Then they, they hook it up to the, you know, they got the plant hooked up. These plants, as you water them, you know, they say, you know, you should talk to your plants or whatever. Apparently, it's more than just the, the CO2 that's coming out of this feeding. It is your, your like, intention and your goodwill. He did this with eggs. He hooked up a, a lie detector to eggs, to all sorts of plants. When he would bless them, when ask, ask God or, you know, pray and bless his food, bless these plants, they would not scream before he cut them up or boiled the eggs. He hooked lie detector shit up to all sorts of plants and food and all this stuff. And here's another thing. He had him hooked up to his lab, and he goes, whenever he's feeling angry or anxious or whatever, the plants start to realize this, and they all start screaming. He goes, okay. I'm go- He has to go out of town. I don't know where his lab was, what city, but he had to, I think he went to California or something. From one, you know, he had to get on a plane and fly and then get in the car and drive. And he goes, I'm going to make note every time these plants start screaming. You know, I'm going to note every time I step my toe or whatever, you know. I don't know if he told them this, but he just told them to record it. But they took those two sheets. Every time he's driving in traffic, oh, fuck, you know, gets kind of angry. Everything that he could remember. And the plants back at his lab states away. This this effect rings true 
irregardless of distance. Come on. Yeah. In the ether. So he's growing some kind of bond with these plants. Every your sister and all her plants, she has a bond with them. And I bet if we hook the EKG or I mean a, a polygraph up to it, when she's out here and she stubs her toe and yells, I bet those plants are screaming at her. I'd like for you to hook that up to all her plants. I would love to. It would go on eBay and get a fucking polygraph machine. I, I've never looked that up. Fucking two hundred of them, one for each plant. God, you know. So, well, but the point is. These plants, you know, they he does this. He he hooks a polygraph up to this plant and pulls leaves off of this one, and they start screaming. Right? These are plants. So next time you think about this, this is they all all this shit that's going on in here is connected. You, me, the plants. You know how I learned that? How? A lot of drugs one time, <laughs> a lot of mescaline, and it, it made me realize. Oh my. God, these things are just as alive as I am. So that begs the question: What are, are we really seeing this shit? I mean, I mean are is we this really, really seeing this shit? Because you know, it's just a projection, right? Is it what we see? Yeah, look at the third. We use thermals. We do not. We see a very thin strip of the the visible light spectrum is so tiny in compared to the the, the full light scale, right? Infrared. I mean, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. What does this place really look like? What if we had all of them coming together? Thermal, uh, fucking, you know, a chemical, you know, all, all this stuff. Night vision, freaking. I mean, all of it put together, this place would look totally different. Drugs can tap you into that. I mean, we have these receptors in our brain. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to do drugs, you know, we we're talking about the fucking pharmaceutical industry on the CNN commercials. There is a natural substance. Mescaline is a natural substance. I mean, that maybe these people that are doing these fucking pharmaceuticals should be doing mescaline. Yeah. Maybe they be, should be doing mushrooms. Maybe they should be doing fucking... Thank God for maps trying to make that possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a couple schools that now are doing, you know, psilocybin studies and shit. Mm-hmm. I bet they don't have a hard time getting the fucking patients. What are you going to do to get in there? You know, you got to be a student. I don't know. A bunch of art school faggots. bunch of art school faggots. <laughs> you know, the drugs are always in the art department. Oh, yeah. You know? But we, but what now we've learned is that the drugs are actually in all the departments, man. The the literature, the mathematics. There was a guy that I went to school with. He was a he was like the academic decathlon champion. Fucking got a letter. From you guys him. had those? Yeah. You guys didn't have those out where academic you were at. Academic decathlon? No, dude. We had like fucking spelling football bees. practice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the spelling bee and football practice out there. Anyway, this guy fucking did acid all the time. He was a genius. I mean, that breaks down the, the typical, uh, you know, stereotypical deal about drugs. I mean, I, I think, okay, how about this? It's like a battle between, like, synthetic and organic, right? 
what is organic, uh, what is synthetic, okay? Because if you make synthetic things out of natural occurring substances anyway. Yeah. But just for the sake of the argument, okay, synthetic, organic, we we can just go with these broad terms here. But it's like there's a, uh, a battle between it, like consciousness assisted technology or technology assisted consciousness um, or like a more uh, organic or a traditional approach to the metaphysical right to the, the that world or you know a technology uh, driven metaphysical like metaverse you know like get you to this other point with its pharmaceuticals with its fucking virtual reality or augmented reality or through you could achieve maybe something similar through like a deep meditation a long fucking walk through rigorous terrain you know and then eating consuming a fucking like a, a drug you know that shit that they chew up and spit in there and it ferments and you drink it you know in the jungle have you ever seen that if I did not have to piss so bad I'm sure that this would still be hard to follow <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but coupled with the fact that I've got to use a restroom yeah I've got I've, I'm having trouble we need gas I know you see any gas anywhere out here we're fucked. Could be. How long do you think we've been doing this? I don't know. Fucking hour and a half, maybe. Two and a half? Yeah. I mean, this is shit I could just talk about any, you know, this is like, this is the shit that I like to break down. I want to know what, what, what is it? You know? Okay. Consciousness without assisted. unclipping. Yeah. The microphones. We got to piss. We're gonna, gonna stand gonna next right to the fucking truck. Yeah. And let her ring. <clears throat> That's a perfect little spot too. Oh my god! Could we have? Yeah, found my dates a are floating, spot? dude. My dates are floating. Oh, I hope that wind's not blowing. Not as bad as what we were shitting in. Shitting in the wind. Damn, live and on air. I may or may not edit this out. Well, you you remember me telling you the story about my buddy that had the smallest dick hole? The story about you finding out? Yeah. Peeing on the wall? This motherfucker could pee three stories, man. My fucking... Four-year-old can pee pretty high, too. Actually, he's not four anymore. He's six. Damn. That all happened since we were gone. I emptied mine out quick because I got a large dick hole. It's like a fucking faucet. So what kind of chopper are you building with that fucking Evo? It's got a Springer front end. Um, I mean, I'm just going to make it like, you know, 
functional, functional like disc brakes. So this isn't like a show bike. No, no, it's just gonna be a fucking jammer, man. Just jammer go bike. On. Yeah, you know, I'm. My idea on the back has changed. You know, because it was originally gonna be like king, queen, and all that, but Natalia's never gonna fucking ride on this thing. Why not? Because you, because you let her ride on a T Sport. Yeah, I mean, she put some miles in. My, I mean, she has put some fucking miles in on a little P pad, and uh, you know, on an Iron Head. No, on the. uh, Oh, on this one. Yeah. So, you know, some suspension, and I see. It won't be long, you know. We'll be on a fucking road bike, <laughs> you know. That escalated quickly. Yeah, you get a fairing, you get music in your helmet. Next thing you know, you're on a bagger. Yeah, dude, I had a bagger. As soon I re- got the motor redone, rebuilt everything on it, and then sold it immediately before Katie ever got to ride it. I just didn't want her to know. She she doesn't know that it's she a said she didn't want there. to ride it. She didn't want to know. Good yeah. girl. Good girl. I'm thinking Good like a high two-in-one exhaust, you know? Fucking like sh- a leg burner? Yeah, a leg burner. Yeah, come right those, there across the calf? No, because I got those high Frisco mids. Oh, Corey, main you got drive. some main drive mids? They're fucking awesome. So you look like a monkey fucking a football? Yeah. Well, I can raise up, you know, you whenever a bump comes. Rest your elbows on your knees? Yeah. Fucking tight. I'm gonna be. What am I gonna use it for? Running, running back and forth to work. You know, fucking an hour each way. I mean, that's gonna be the where, where I ride it the most. Yeah. So, dude, you're fucking. You're dreaded up right now. Damn that fucking shit. That wind knotted it up. Good. What about mine? Oh, mine yeah. fucking dreaded. I didn't even know you had hair that grew on your head. <laughs> I, got, I mean, it doesn't grow all over your head, but no. there is hair that does grow. There is some there. Man, I fucking nailed my head on that counter in the fucking shower, dude. Or in the bathroom. Really? Fucking like looked in you there. You know that the counters aren't... Bam! They don't move. Yeah, well, they're not designed to hit your head on. It's not what they're there for. No. I fucking drilled it, dude. Right on the corner. So, uh, dude, we got some sweet events coming up this year. Line them out. Texas Fandango being one of the first ones. Love that. Here in Texas. I'm, I always remember last year. Oh, yeah. That was so cool, man. When they opened up the gate to like the chopper drags, like, and every fucking hoodlum out there was like just trying it out. Like, okay, here, we got to fucking try this out. What's mine? Everybody's blap, 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 just like a bunch of fucking hooligans. That was so fucking cool. Wasn't it? That was awesome. I mean, all street bikes, you know, was there was fun. no purpose-built drag bike out there. Yeah, it was dude. everybody's dailies. Yeah, it was Not cool. that everybody dailies them, but. Yeah, I mean, they're all bikes that they run. Connor fucking, I beat him off the line, and then he fucking smoked me Hey, Connor won fair and square. Oh, yeah, you guys are the fucking, the dual iron heads. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, 
dude, Connor's bike is almost as pretty as he is. Dude, this motherfucker's like a goddamn uh, airplane mechanic. <laughs> a yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, he's a fucking airplane mechanic, man. Oh, uh, dude. He reminds me, have you heard that song? Uh, you know, the road goes on forever and the party never ends? Yeah. Robin Earl Keane live at, uh, oh, what's it called? The fucking place me and the boys went and saw him at Floor t- John T. Floor's Country Store. He tells a story about how when he was younger, he went to Willie's Picnic. And uh, he took this girl with him. And uh, and all of a sudden, they fucking announced that there was a fire in the parking lot, right? They started to announce the plates of cars that burnt down. The first oh, plate shit. was his. So he fucking loses his car. And then he's like, these two guys, you know, in the Don, like, they look like Adonis, you know, tall fucking well-built, long, flowing hair <laughs> came up. They had his girlfriend, and they are like, don't worry, man. We'll take care of her, you know, and then yeah. they leave with his girlfriend. Uh, but that's what I think of Connor. Connor's that guy that runs off of Robert Earl Keane's girlfriend at the Willie Nelson picnic years ago. <laughs> but the road goes on forever, and the party never ends. Dude, that's funny. Have you not heard that story? No. Oh, I'm going to make you listen to that here in a little bit. I never heard that story. John T. Floor's Country Store. But, yeah. So, we got the fucking drag racing again at Fandango. Hopefully, I can get this tank ship bike all put together by then. So, here's an idea I was talking to Doghouse about. I haven't even talked to Al about it. You know, the outbound train played last year. Killed it on the stage and it was but it was after at the end of the day everybody's wanting to go back to the campsite and hang out you know like the show that you guys put on at the campsite was the hold on hold on here's what i'm getting at so we played on the stage up there you know it was a fucking had the sound deal but it was over there instead of being like in the campground right i'm thinking instead of like quote unquote booking the show at the fandango we put together our own stage in the fucking campground. Well, you can't and tell do anybody a concert about it. That cool. way, I think I, not even a stage, man. When you guys were just fucking no, circled like a around stage. a fucking uh, pallet stage. Yeah, maybe. like something just with, yeah with the fucking sound out there. Maybe some oh, primitive yeah. lights. Get a couple other people to play some songs as well too. Yeah, and throw a party in the campground. I love that. That idea. the outbound train plays. I love that. Fucking bring a keg, keg beer. Yeah. Just fucking giving it out to all the underage kids. Oh, yeah, dude. So have somebody just passing out drugs as well. <laughs> Ride your chopper over, get free beer till the keg runs out. Let me tell you, there was plenty of beer flowing. Right? There was. We could oh. fucking, I could get the B team, you know, the whole van set up. Could be like the fucking... You know, we could stadium it in. Yeah. Where they all, like, diagonally parked to the stage right there at the end. All the choppers yeah. in the campground. Yeah. I like it. That'd be way fucking cooler than... It's a rogue. It's like gorilla, gorilla music. We're going to throw a fucking party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of how the punk rock scene was? They used to just, like, fucking randomly do it. You know? Go out there. Fucking. This isn't that random though. We're talking about it. Yeah. And I but feel I mean, like the people not... that could want to, that would want this to not happen, quit listening to this podcast a long time ago if they ever started. Yeah, that's right. The people that are listening now, 
Those are, are the people there. that are going to be there, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. It'll be cool. At the outbound train party within the campground of the Texas Fandango. Yeah, I sat in your fucking your chair essentially at the same setup that we had this weekend. You guys were fucking killing it in the uh, in the campground. We had the van going. Yeah. If the vans are rocking, don't come a knocking. But I was so drunk, I fucking passed out, man. Dude, you weren't there the first night when the fucking Starlink satellites showed up. We all thought we were seeing fucking aliens. What if you were? What if Elon Musk and then the next trying to get home? The next night, we're like, so I hear somebody telling somebody about what we saw the first night, and then bam, it pops up again. Wow. It's like, whoa, fuck, now it's going a different direction. Starlink satellite. Dude, you got to watch Don't Look Up. Yeah, I got to check that out. I got to check that out, dude. Yeah, I mean, it is... This back engineer, the, the shit that we've got, you Which know, shit? the technology that we got, the craft, Starlink satellite and all that, I mean, a lot of the UFO that we see or unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, a lot of the shit that we see, what if that could be back engineered, like, like human made back engineered craft? Now, what, what do you mean back engineered? Like, or, or just engineered or back engineered that we've gotten from. Back engineered means we're like mocking or, or re- yeah. uh, modeling after some other foreign I mean, yeah, technology. I think, so. I think so. What about if it's just technology we created? Sure. And forgot about. Well, it was given to us. Okay. Was it? It was given to us. Yes. Uh, it, it was shown to us. We have it. This is what we want. Electromagnetic or uh, anti-gravity, anti-inertia. This this technology exists. We're using it. It's just you and I. We don't have it. Free energy devices. Um, yeah, but what good would that do? Oh man, you wouldn't have to. You could power. Uh, I mean, you could do almost all the shit that we do. We would not be beholden to the uh, petrodollar. We would not be beholden to the petrodollar. But waging be wars. beholden to something. Sure, we're all beholden to something. Sure. It would be something. Yeah. Be I mean, different. if nothing else, to our maker, right? To our family. I mean, everybody's got a boss, right? Even people that look... There's a buck. God damn <coughs> drop of blood fucking hitting the ground no and that would be illegal um and then we, if you do bad things you get bad things poach an animal what if you, you feed your family it? though you know you get, here's the thing don't get caught okay. if you're cheating don't do it on a podcast if you yeah here, here's the deal don't do it on a live podcast, or don't do it on a podcast period. Don't do it in general. Or uh, how how does it go? If you're not cheating, you're not trying. And if you get caught, you didn't try hard enough. 
That was some uh, wisdom from the Lurs teams, you know. But you learned that from Peter Nygar? Yeah. I mean, seriously, that guy's a. I'm I'm curious to see what else has happened since that we've been gone for a week. I, so I this is new information. Yeah, this is a new motherfucker comes out. I don't know if they got him. Like well, these people are popping up all over. Is it with the Gislaine? Like a lot of that shit's getting buried. Did you know that? That they they're they're wanting to seal up those files, hide the names of the fucking flights, where they you know all this shit. They're like no no no. All the people that did this and that. No, I mean, we're locking it up. Yeah, you. Is that? Did you not see that coming? Did you find that a shocker? I mean, at this point, it, I mean, what happened to Jeffrey? Yeah. Yeah. What What happened to the security footage? Oh, whoops! But we know this. We We are aware now. When you go, no, that's crazy. They would. They wouldn't want to do that, or they wouldn't do that to our, our own people, or that. that no, you wouldn't. That's not what you want to do. You know, that's something that you, in your brain that seems like it's unfathomable. But to these people, it's just common practice. You know? Look at that bird. Black bird flying down. Um, these, these kind of sick fuckers are, are used to that. It's, I mean, what did I not see that coming? Of course, that little box, you know, it's it's not, it, it doesn't, if you get the establishment pinned down to anything, that's bad for them. They, they got the media, they've got the, the, the whole story, the don't look up thing, right? Yeah. If it goes outside of that that narrative, that image that's best for them, they're not gonna. They're, they're gonna. Hey, what was the case that everybody was paying such close attention to? Oh, the Rittenhouse case. Yes. Yeah, the Rittenhouse. I mean, case. it seemed like there was clippets from that trial coming out every day. I know. And it's just not the same with the. Well, because that one, that was a unique situation. There's a guy on my Instagram that this motherfucker is saying, you know, this is all uh, a white supremacist could go in. You know, you find out, oh, this Kyle Rittenhouse guy, you know, he drove across state lines. I mean, it's his dad lived there. It's not, that's his own, that's his stomping grounds. Yeah, you know how I mean? far how how far across state lines? I, I mean, what was it within twenty miles or something you like, like that? This, it's in the same city. Yeah, it was right across. You know, it wasn't as far as what it, what you would like what we're doing. We're cry, driving across the fucking state. You know, it's like it, they made it sound like it was like that. I mean, I remember when that shit was cracking. Are off. you trying to tell me that Kyle Rittenhouse isn't a white supremacist? No, he's no. a fucking patriot. That's what he is. Really? Yeah, I may lose some uh, fucking the people talking to me. I love how you think they made it this far. Now, this is this is where they draw the line. Yeah. No, I mean, there are people... When I voice this to some people, they're like, oh, God, you know, that's crazy. It's no, ridiculous. What's crazy is to see how divided people are on this and how far extreme, like, 
There is nothing that would make either side happy. I know. That's a, that is a strategy, a divide and conquer strategy. That would make we both are sides under mass happy. formation. Yeah. Look at it, like that's that's how it works. Okay, four stages of mass formation, um, and that's what we're 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 in that. You know, we're trying to break out, break out of that. I mean, not everybody is. They should be trying to break out of it. But yeah, this guy when when that shit was going crazy. If we don't, it, I mean, re, do you remember what the whole fucking country was burning? They were burning down cities. They were fucking rioting. Yeah. Mostly peaceful. You know, that shit was crazy. That shit was fucking crazy. And it, that guy down in Dallas, they pulled him out, you know? Killed him. So I was sitting there going, dude, this shit is wild down here. Where's the law Dallas. and the order? Yeah, where's the law and order? I mean, it was wild. It was a wild deal. And then he, I could see, you know, if this shit was going on, it's like, how, how long is this going on? This whole, like, people burning shit. How far is it going to go? How far is it going to go? <laughs> hey, a great man once said, you know what would fix that? No. <laughs> you know what would fix that right there? Exactly what happened, you know? I mean, we have a right to arm bears. To arm bears? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. We we both carry a constitution around on our person. No, I don't carry it around on my person as much as I used to. But in my backpack that used to go everywhere, there was a pocket constitution. Yeah. I haven't carried it in a while, though. Where did I get that thing? I want to say I got it back in like 2008 at an Occupy no rally shit. in Dallas. No shit. Where I went to hear Alex Jones yell through a fucking bullhorn. It was like, no way I got to go see this in person, you know? It's so, wild that name. It, it's like that that will divide people right there. What's crazy is the psyops going on where they turn the Occupy movement. You know, yeah. there was an actual movement after the fucking bailouts of 2008 and the fucking financial crisis where people were like, hey, you motherfuckers are not looking out for all the people. Right. You know, you wealthy people are only out to help each other. Keep we're not each in other club, well. right? We're not getting, our vote is not even working, you know? We're going to go down to these fucking democratic buildings across the country and fucking occupy them. Those same people are now mad that I won't fucking jab my right. kids or myself to prevent myself from like, you know, a, you know, like somehow they got that movement to be on their team and, sh and shows us exactly how far the corruption is within medical industry in almost all industries the way that it's set up this this thing has yes bleed bled out to all industries across everywhere and how about this how about our fucking well you know we're talking about punk rock you know we were oh yeah doing the music doing this rogue rage thing. against the machine yeah rage against the machine all these people no i see this is what i i hate to see people i know that that i know that that claim to be and profess and oh they wear all the fucking punk rock shit 
And that's what they hang their rest their laurels on is that there was a fucking punk rocker motherfucker or like an outlaw or whatever it is. This, you know, these outlaw, punk rock, hardcore motherfuckers. Fuck the man, damn the man. And now they're fucking begging for the man. For the man. Yeah. It's like, what happened to you, dude? You know, what happened to you? You used to be a fucking hard motherfucker that was ready to, you know, say, fuck you. You're not making me do anything. Now you're over here being their fucking mouthpiece. You know, it's crazy. The psyops is real, brother. The psyops is real. So what do you do about it? What do you, what is, do you have any kind of, I mean, I've gone back and forth. Where it's like, look, these motherfuckers want to do whatever they want, but, you know, the ones I love, you know, my dad, my dad's been vaccinated, okay? I'm trying to tell him, I mean, he's seen the shit. If, you, if, you, if you're around me, you know how I'm talking and I'm putting it out there. And then he goes and gets, you know, I have several loved ones that have done that. That's cool, whatever. But I feel obligated to say, hey, it might be worth looking into fucking myocarditis, pericarditis, spongiformis cephalopathy, and all this kind of shit, that, you know, blood clots, you know, this might be something you want to look at, my dad has blood clots, I told you, you know, and his legs and shit, he's had them cleaned out and all this shit, but he got that vaccination, and a lot of these people are having blood clot issues, maybe you might want to pay attention to that a little bit more than if you're vaccinated, you know, I mean, I believe you can put whatever you want in your body, vaccine, a motherfucking whatever. Donkey dick. Donkey dick. Fucking shot of vaccine, a shot of heroin, whatever. I mean, I think you should be able to do whatever you want. But the government telling us, I, I don't understand how these people think that that this is a good idea that you give your fucking, your sovereign body, your power to, to the government. Why would you do that? Why would you fucking... Because they're out to help us. Yeah. That's right. That's what they've always done is help us. You know, they're gonna... You're coming after the kids, man. They got the fucking... Whatever... What was that article you read yesterday? Where the school... The school board... You know, whatever school department that was. Oh, no. That was like... Yeah, some... Washington State something. Yeah, Washington... They go, look, you got to read the article. No, you don't have to do that in 2022. Oh, yeah, you can just just read the headlines. You know, that's interesting you say that. It's like some of the articles against this shit have a crazy headline. And then if you go into the article, they use, they're actually like serving the other side, but nobody, a lot of people ain't reading these articles. They, They just read the headlines. It's kind of funny. It'll say, uh, what's an example? safe and effective and then you go in down there and it's like oh man this thing has been uh, not as safe and effective as you would think there's these massive amounts of fucking cancer or whatever but you know that's why you gotta read the whole thing cross reference it nah just stick to the headlines people and go like this too you know this is one thing I hear people say a lot of is well, you just don't know what to believe. You know, you, you don't. Can't, you can't know what to you believe. You don't. You go, okay, let me gather the facts and let me use my own brain 
I mean, how about that as a concept? You but, take in all the information you, and make that, your own decision. But now you're just assuming that you know what the facts are. You got to choose. You got to choose. You could go like this. You could go, okay, CNN, MSNBC, wherever you get your facts from, you know, the local paper down there in the fucking what about Rogan? box. You know, that's funny. That's funny. A, a, one of my best friends who, who's not talking to me, I think I told you this, was like, when, when this shit was coming out, we had this, you know, conflict of interest or conflict, uh, conflicting views. And he hasn't, he doesn't talk to me anymore. But that's what the thing, he's like, no, uh, he, I'm reading about this stuff or whatever. I go, where? From the paper? From, from MSNBC? And he goes, oh, where do you get your information from? Joe Rogan? And, it, and I, I'm laughing about it, but look at what's happened. Dr. Robert Malone, straight from his mouth. You don't have to go through a fucking a publisher and all this shit to get their view. You can hear straight from Joe, from uh, Dr. Malone's mouth himself, you know? Uh, who was that football player that was like, oh, and Dana White. You know, they, they that football player. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. He, he was like, hey, look, man. I follow what Joe Rogan said. Then they started calling him Dr. Joe. And then Dana White, he did the Joe Rogan program. They did I'll tell you what's better than the Joe Rogan program. That's the Big John and Danger Dan program. You didn't have no fucking uh what whatever they took. You had gummy vitamin C's and fucking <laughs> I have my kids' vitamins is what I have. Yeah, and barely, barely potable water. <laughs> There's stuff in it. What do you put? How'd you make this? Did you use that water? Yeah, did you use our fucking sink water? It tastes like there's shit swimming around in these tea, Jake. I'm like, man, I can't confirm or deny at this time where this fucking water came from. I think a little from there, a little from here. It's hot. It's got a tea bag in it, man. It'll make you feel better. Ultra health. All right. right there. Speaking of ultra health, we're going to get ultra food. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking starving. Okay. Jack, had a great time. Man, I appreciate it, brother. I really do. We're almost back to Texas. Let's get you back to work so that I can get back up there and smoke one of these elk. I hope you do. Without having to concern myself for the safety of my fucking Marine and Army friends. Yeah. Yeah, hell of a time. Let's do this again. But boom. Appreciate it, bro. Dude, look at that school bus. Or I'll talk to you right now. Go to mcshoptees.com. Sign up now. Your T-shirt of the month club. The only way to support every local motorcycle shop. That's right. Subscription every month, you get a new shirt. You don't like this month's shirt? Well, fucking chill out because you got another one coming. You don't have to worry about your shirts no more, dude, because you got a new one coming each month. You'll get fresh tea. I, uh, my wife, like twice a year now, just starts ripping up my shirts that are fucked up and then stuffs them in a box and I end up using them for rags in my shop. Uh, which, you know, seems kind of wasteful, but. I fuck shirts up, so it's really not as bad as it seems. And, dude, I got to wear the fucking fresh tees, dude. I really, that was one of my holdbacks starting this company. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want a new shirt every month. Uh, I was wrong. I fucking love it. I really do love it. So, 
pretty fucking awesome. MCShopTees.com. This month's featured shop is Fast Eddie Tool Co. in Bad Moon Saloon. Rad shit happening this spring. I hope you are working in your shop, getting your shit together, getting ready to put those fucking two wheels down, rubber to the road, knees in the breeze. Can't wait to see you on the road. (laughs) 